from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Roz. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That's amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catherine made me feel sexy yesterday, and I'm still not over it. You know, okay, you know how I always say that I, and maybe it's not just me, maybe other people have things too. Okay. Like maybe you have a thing that you think should be taken far more sexy than what it is. Me, I've always said this. Um, my ability to efficiently, expertly, and quickly assemble IKEA furniture, mm. I feel should be a much bigger turn on than it is. So hot. Right? Thank mm. you. Thank you. So I did it yesterday. I'm, I'm, I'm angry that there is plexiglass separating us right now. Right. Go just tear that jacket right off you. <laughs> right. Okay. I don't necessarily need you to be attracted mm-hmm. or find it sexy. Okay. I'm just saying people have that thing. People are good at something, right? Yeah. And they feel that it should turn their partner on when maybe it doesn't. Like I always felt that my ability to expertly, efficiently, and quickly assemble without instructions yeah. IKEA furniture should be a much bigger turn on than it was. So you're doing that yesterday? So I'm doing Ikea? that yesterday. What yeah. were you putting together? Like a whole, like a giant packs wardrobe like schlub move then yeah yeah okay like the big packs thing right Uh like like the eight foot tall one right yes 10 minutes done no yeah maybe 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 15 solo Catherine helped me one to just to put the 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 top on it and then i went in and zing 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 doors on everything else yeah like 40 minutes right the whole thing was just like done and assembled okay good and then uh at one point Catherine's like man i should have made a video of this oh yes thank you thank you Uh uh-huh right and then what happened what do you mean? Then what happened? No, I felt sexy, right? Oh. She didn't have to like throw me in the closet. No, <laughs> no, we didn't. Um, she didn't have to like throw me in the closet and make out. It was the acknowledgement that what gotcha. I was doing was but you didn't take was, advantage was of that situation. Sexy. Um, like you feel so like you feel good about yourself. Yeah, you feel sexy and hot. Yes. And you're like, damn, baby, I did this right. for us. Yes. And then I went and sat on the couch, and she went and sat beside me on the couch. Slow down. Okay. This is a family show. I know. I went I went and sat on the couch, and uh-huh. then she went and sat down beside me on the couch. Uh, and then? She looks at me. Yeah. Right? And goes, uh, you should probably go shower. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, no! Oh, wait, wait, wait. Follow up. Yeah. You should go shower, now. I'm going to follow you. I'm going to join you. Uh, no. No, no. And then I was like, and then I was, and then I looked at her and then I looked at her. I was like, yeah, don't you worry, baby. I'm going to go shower in a bit. And she goes, God, I wouldn't be able to stand there, sit there like that. That's sweaty. I don't know how you do it. Wow. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, cool. And then I went and took a shower. Oh, <laughs> but no. for one brief moment, though, but for one brief moment, my thing happened. Okay. And I don't know what it is for you or for anybody listening. If you have something that you feel should be taken far more sexy than it is, some skill that you're good at and it doesn't get acknowledged, um, just let us know. Um, do you not have that? Do you not have that thing that you do so well that you feel should be a turn on, but it's not a turn on? Oh, yeah, like general kind of house chores or when I take the initiative to do something around the house that my wife 
hasn't asked or brought up in the past. Right. Right. Like I listen. You think you needed to you need to be rewarded with with uh, with physical activity like after when I, when doing I do mundane housework. House like if chores? I go and I take care of that one thing that I know she really wanted done in the house. Right. right? You think that you think that the I think that it's the, something the, like the, that. Right. Yeah. It should be meet me in the shower. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. But not for you, huh? What's that? It was just you, you asked things no, no, go no, wash. No, 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 no. Don't no. It wasn't my ass things go wash. It was I'm telling you right now, like my it happened where I felt sexy. Yeah. Okay. Where the acknowledgement happened of how wonderful I was and it turned into like she saw me in a different way. Okay. Um, one text yes. reads this. Yes. That's how you text. Interesting. This is sexy. Let's be real. Only a smooth, cool dude like Ross okay, can stop. pull that off. Stop. Stop. Another person said, for me, cleaning the whole house on my days off on Friday. Oh, that should be a big turn on, but maybe it's not. That's the one thing. Maybe it's not a big turn on. I guess it's just things around your home. Right. That you... No, because Get done projects. No, well, not necessarily. Not necessarily. Like I, uh, like I think my ability to evenly pour two glasses of something perfectly without measuring is sexy, or should be take, considered to be sexy. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you don't think so? Uh, another text reads, <laughs> "Come on, this has to be a troll job." Okay, go hit me. I can swing a lightsaber. And I think it should be sexy. Yes. Not dorky. <laughs> right. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying, right? Like you get good uh. at something. And when you're that good at something, you just want it to be a turn on for somebody else. Swinging a lightsaber, building Ikea furniture, right? Sometimes it's that. Sometimes it's that kind of thing that you feel should be a turn on for somebody else. Uh, Mocha, sorry to disappoint, but you don't get a gold star for doing something that your partner does every day. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Damn. Damn. Anyway, I better learn how to swing a lightsaber, (laughs) I guess. (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz had a sexy moment yesterday or a moment that he feels should be recognized. Yeah. And, and I'm like, I'm not trying to make a big deal out of it. Although it was a big deal, (laughs) which is... (laughs) 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 Which is I've always said that my ability to efficiently, expertly and quickly assemble Ikea furniture should be a much bigger turn on than what it is. And yesterday I got the sense from Catherine that it was Mm -hmm. because I had to build a PAX unit and stuff for. So that's all I'm saying is I'm just saying that we each some people have that thing that they're good at, that they're so good at it. Yeah, And it's not what you do for a living and it's not what you do in the gym and all this. It's just like that one weird thing that you're so good at and you may get recognized for it, but you just truly believe that it should be a bigger turn on than what it is. And I got that yesterday. I got that validation yesterday. It was wonderful. 925555. Here's some of the texts. Anytime I show my wife something on Google, Google Docs, Google Slides, and especially Google Forms. (laughs) (laughs) You want your wife to be turned on by Google Forms? (laughs) Another text reads, cutting the lawn and making making stripes like a golf course. Yes. Yes. Thank you. I'm with you on that one, too. I have been proud. I can say I have been proud in the past of... The way the lawn looks after a nice fresh cut. And yeah. I'll go call my wife out. Hey, babe, take a look at this. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, cool. Right. But it's not sexy, though. No, that's Right? Not. That's a uh, problem. Another text reads, I'm wicked smart. That should be a turn on. Oh. <laughs> okay, nerd. 
He <laughs> <laughs> can't come to this conversation with just being smart. There was a follow-up to a text we read earlier where the text read, for me, cleaning the whole house on my day off on a mm. Friday. Yeah. The follow-up is, then my wife came in and nothing all caps, nothing. She looks like nothing was done, even putting up all new lights in the house. And I tell you guys, I'm scared of electricity. <laughs> wow. Wow, that's harsh. Yeah, like that guy who said his ability to swing a lightsaber should be a much bigger turn on than, than what it is. And I'm sure in some worlds, in some circles, in some places with some people it is. Yeah. Right? You just got to find that spot and those people. I'm not saying, you know, leave your family for it. Um, fixing the, what? <laughs> fixing, fixing the inputs on the TV so that the DVD player works. That should be a turn on. Yes. Why isn't that a turn on? <laughs> like, like setting right? up your, your yes. home entertainment yes. properly. Yes. Your, your, your ability to efficiently, expertly, and quickly, uh, run, uh, HDMI cables should be a. Oh, and hide them in the wall oh, and everything. Yes. 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 Thank you. You notice that we only use one remote now and not five, right? Okay. Let's get it on. Uh, here, another text. Totally agree uh, with Roz. I had a moment last week fixing my girlfriend's curtain rods and she sat there on the couch saying, that that is so hot. Yes. <laughs> Stuff like that, man. Uh, 100% when my boyfriend builds things and just knows how to fix things like a clogged sink, a broken dishwasher, etc. So hot. Thank you. Uh, Thank somebody you. said uh, anytime I barbecue food, oh, um, yeah. snow plowing a property snow plowing. <laughs> efficiently and then looking back and admiring your work. Flipping an egg without breaking the yolk. Oh, get on me! <laughs> Plugging and unplugging the Wi-Fi Wi-Fi router just to fix it. Come on! But yes, if you feel, I think that we all have that thing, man. Oh, here. I think we all have that thing that we do that we're just really good at, like better than most, and we just want to be acknowledged that it is a turn on. I'll uh, end on this one here. Yeah. One trip from the car, balancing everything in one trip into the house yes. from the car into the house regardless of the amount of stuff right and when you get in you should drop the parcels and your clothes <laughs> right oh so hot <laughs> very hot things very hot things rosin mochas very hot things oh yes. my goodness everybody get ready for it uh, very hard things with uh, Dammit Maury and his husband, Dammit Matthew, who are professional bickerers, especially with each other. It's wonderful. Oh, uh, Very hard things. How this started was, uh, can you, uh, there's just certain things that we just all assume and they just are the way they are. Like what color is a mirror? Give a definition to the word the. These are all things that they've had to do in the past. And simple things that become very difficult to explain if you're ever asked to explain why the way uh, they are the way they are. Um, this one is what? This is explain, explain how sight works. So before we get to that, let me actually, because I want to, I'm going to read the actual explanation on how sight works because oh, it's still just as you. confusing for me. Oh, okay. and then, and then we'll get to see how close the dam it's got to explaining how sight works. So it go. says, uh, when light hits the retina, special cells called photoreceptors turn the light into electrical signals. These electrical signals travel from the retina through the optic nerve to the brain. The brain then turns the signals into images that you see. 
Duh. <laughs> Thank you. I don't even know. Simple. It's, it still makes no sense to me. But okay. But that's the explanation. So how did the damage do? Matthew. Dude, he's crazy. If you come here now, I'll go get you ice cream. Yeah, you better. Oh, bribing, now you are. Bribing. Very hard thing. So hard. Okay, explain how sight works. Oh, I have to ask a question. Because yeah. throughout this segment... You're going to hear, there's like, it sounds like farting, but I know it's not farting, but there's like uh, groaning. Like you guys have the dog in there and you're it's petting the dog. the dog. Okay. Gotcha. Cause it's a okay. little bit distracting at times. Okay. And you can't ignore it. Okay. All right. Here here, I think it's more to do with your brain. Your brain is deciphering the messages. Like so the, then why do we need an eyeball? That's how you actually physically see it. It's like the computer is what you're seeing and reading on screen, but really... What you really need is that keyboard to type. You know so your eyes are the keyboard? I don't know. Or like, yeah, you're staring at a television, but it wouldn't be nothing without the remote control. Do you know what I mean? So our eyes are the remote control. I guess so. There's something about a mirror in your eyes, and it's reflected, and it goes in, and whatever, the light, blah, 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 something bouncing back, and there you go. Yeah, but how does it work? How is my eyeball? An eyeball seeing you. Your brain. It has to do with your brain. Your brain is what knows what the images are. And your eye is what makes you see it. Okay, then what are the different parts of the eyes? Like, where's the cornea? Where's the pupil? Like, what are the different parts of the eyes? The pupil is, I think, the black part of your eye in the middle. The cornea is maybe around that, you know, the color. And how do they work together? I don't know. They work together somehow and they tell you what your images are that you're seeing you can't damage the cornea so i think that protects your eye what else is in the eye like lubricant your tears are in your eyes yeah okay for someone who can't see what part of the eye isn't working then what is causing the disconnect i don't know but i want to say the pupil because they're not dilating or something so what is the difference between sight and seeing the same sorry the same thing it's the same <laughs> Do we see everything right side up? No, I bet you it's upside down. And then the brain makes it right side up. I bet you that's it. Why is that? How, why, why do I know? I didn't make the human body, human anim- anatomy, whatever it's called. I told you that's got something to do with the mirror and it's like transferring it to the brain, yeah. signal something. What a signal. Was that hard? Yes. I mean, like. <laughs> Come on now. Like he was, he was getting there. He was kind of getting right. there. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Something about the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that long ago that we started getting messages from people and it started by one person who said that if you listen to the Razamoka show podcast at half the speed that it sounds like the conversations are being had by a couple of people who are wasted wasted like real wasted yes and ever since that discovery people have been listening to the podcast and then finding that one ridiculous conversation, re-listening to that conversation at half speed, and then sending them to us to be like, you have to play this for everybody. Right. The latest one. Oh, by the way, if you find that moment in the podcast, just DM it to us, okay? Yeah. Timestamp and everything. Episode number, everything. Uh, Dominic Perconti sent this one from episode 303 of the Raza Mocha Show podcast. This is when we were having a conversation with Deepa, who also takes care of our DMs, mm-hmm. about butterflies. 
And I don't like butterflies. That's I'm not wrong. scared. Right, I'm don't. not scared of oh, butterflies. Please. Yeah. I just don't like them. Okay. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Big deal. Butterfly. Here do we go. Thing. Yeah. You don't bother me. I don't bother you. <laughs> Why are you so scared of butterflies? It's weird. Man. And listening to that convo at half speed, it sounds like this. I mean, I like. I don't have a problem with butterflies. Just don't land on. Why are you scared of butterflies? I'm not scared of butterflies. <laughs> I just don't want them on me. But why not? I don't know. I just. But why are you scared of butterflies? I'm not scared you of butterflies. You are scared of butterflies. <laughs> if a butterfly, if you're walking around in the yeah. yard and a butterfly comes like flying close to your head, do you duck? Yes. <laughs> do really? You, do you swat? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wasted, right? Wasted. <laughs> uh, I Wasted. Think, I think I got another one here. Hold on. What's this? I one? don't know. I just. Uh, hold on. This one, um, Alexandra <laughs> Nicolaitis sent us this one. Uh, we were talking about MGK and Megan Fox. Oh, Machine Kelly. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, episode 307, by the way. Slow down. Half speed listening to the podcast. It sounds like Roz and I and the conversation is happening between two drunk people. There's just something about them that gives me that, like, Angelina Jolie, Billy Bob Thornton, sort of just, it's it's a little off-putting, and I don't know what it is. (laughs) I don't know what it is, but it's just, you see them and you're like, (laughs) well... This is so dirty. <laughs> like always. No, no, I don't even think he's dirty. Even when he showers, he I looks think he's dirty. fake dirty. I think he's fake dirty. Oh, right? really? I don't, yeah, I don't even think he's dirty. He's not a dirty <laughs> guy. He's fake dirty. <laughs> Got a so, lot of got a lot of drunk opinions. Uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. well, that's what happens when you're drunk, right? You let I those know, opinions fly loose. I know. Um, feel free if you are listening to the podcast and you find a moment where the conversation oh, is already ridiculous, God. and you slow it down. You listen to the that segment at half speed. You find that moment, timestamp it, episode number and everything, DM it to us, and uh, and we'll play it on the radio. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. So Gaga, uh, cover of uh, Vogue, huge interview, uh, talking about the new film, The House of Gucci. Oh, right. Right, where she plays uh, Patrizia Reggiani, who was the woman who I guess hired the hitman to, like, kill Maurizio Gucci. Is that who it was? Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Whatever. It's a true story. Uh, she's still alive. Um, but uh, so much is being said about Gaga's uh, Italian accent in what we've seen so far of the trailer. Oh, no. Okay. And so in this, in this interview, um, Gaga talks about how she didn't break the accent for, I think it was like nine months when she was shooting this movie. Like, she never broke. She went full, like, method. Hold on. on- 
and off screen? On and off screen. For nine months, Lady yes. Gaga was yes. Italian. Yes. So, but, not, but not speaking Italian, speaking in an Italian accent. Right? You can't be serious. Yes, yes. So here's a clip of uh, Gaga in the House of Gucci. I don't consider myself a particularly ethical person, but I'm fair. Gucci. It was a name that sounded so sweet, so seductive. They had it all. Wealth, style, power. Who wouldn't care for that? So a lot of the criticism is that her Italian sounds more like Russian slash Romanian than it does. I was going to say Romanian, like a female Dracula. Yes, that is what she sounds uh, like. Italian. So from the from the Vogue interview, she uh, they write this. Uh, the trailer has raised a few eyebrows in Italy. The worry being that this may be another bunch of American actors talking like a this. That's literally how they wrote it, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, That's what it sounds like. <laughs> um, Gaga, uh, one of her, one of our nation's best Italian-American citizens, is sensitive to the subject. Gaga says this, quote, uh, It was the experience of a lifetime making this film because every minute of every day I thought of my ancestors in Italy right. and what they had to do <laughs> so that I could have a better life. I just wanted to make them proud. And, uh, and then when speaking about her accent, she... She goes, uh, I lived uh, as her, meaning the character of uh, Patrizia uh, Reggiani. Uh, she said, I lived as her for a year and a half. And I spoke with that accent for nine months of that off camera, too. I never broke. I stayed with her. So, But that, it doesn't mean people didn't think it was trash. Right. So that's the worry, though. The, the worry is that because we all know Gaga's a proud Italian. I mean, she barely talks about being a, a girl from New York <laughs> who comes from a very proud Italian family. Italian girl from New York. I'm just a, a Italian girl from New York. Dark Italian. Good, good Brooklyn Italian girl. <laughs> I'm an Italian. So I'm Italian. But I'm Italian. Italian. I'm Italian, so. I was a strong Italian female. Italian. I'm Italian. I'm Italian. <laughs> I'm Italian. I'm from a good <laughs> Italian family. Aren't uh-huh. you Italian? I'm very traditional Italian. Italian family. I'm an Italian woman. You're Italian, you know what those are. It's Italian men, you know. I'm an Italian. I'm an Italian. From an Italian family. Italian. I'm Italian. Pretty much anything Italian. I'm very Italian. I'm very Italian. You can't be spitting that and not be able to perfect that accent. And listen, I'm no expert on accenting, you know, uh, but uh, but to me, it, it doesn't. Like when you listen to like Donatella Versace say something in English. Yeah. Right? Um, that's like an Italian accent. And it's very different from what Gaga's doing. So maybe this is like the movie version of an Italian accent. I don't I'm know. I'm very Italian. <laughs> she is. <laughs> Mamma mia. I don't consider myself a particularly ethical person. Yeah, Russian. But Romanian. There's not enough rolling. It was a name that sounded so sweet, so seductive. They had it all. Wealth, style, power. Who wouldn't care for that? Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? Like, it's a little, there's a little Dracula in a there. Little. There's a little tiny bit of that in there. But I, who am I? I mean, she, I think Gaga's a great actor. Um, I thought she killed in A Star is Born. I thought she was dynamite in that. I think she's a really, I think she's like a talented, talented actor. But, you know, not everybody can do with the accent. No, right? she's very Italian, by the way. I'm very Italian. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.
Roz, you're gonna love this, man. Why? What are we doing? Uh, Deepa's here. Hi, Deepa. Hi. Uh, Deepa, Deepa had a uh, ghost encounter. Oh, for God's yes. sake. But it is Halloween week, so I figured, <laughs> listen, we gotta hear the story. I don't know the story, yeah. by the way. <laughs> Deepa's last ghost encounter, by the way, was the time she turned the faucet on in the no, bathroom and forgot she turned turn the faucet on, on the bathroom. That is not what happened. <laughs> got okay. a shower and then got yeah. out and thought that the faucet turned yeah, on. Exactly. No. Yeah. Okay. okay. I was uh, doing a segment for breakfast television, uh-huh. and we were going to this house where this guy does seances. Mm-hmm. So his name is James White. He's been doing seances for many, 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 many years. <laughs> um, and they're like, oh, you want to go to this house and do a seance? I was like, nah, I'm not doing a seance, but I will talk to this guy about what he does. Mm-hmm. So we go to this. It's like a Victorian farmhouse. Um, you walk are. in, beautiful house, sure. built in the 1800s. You don't feel weird about anything. Um, so he was explaining that the house itself isn't necessarily like quote haunted, but it became a place where uh, people would send or like donate toys to. So they have 1,500 porcelain dolls in this house made from like real children's human hair. Oh, and God. It's like, I, I just can't with porcelain <laughs> dolls. They already freak me out. Uh-huh. But he was saying maybe like 13 years ago, mm-hmm. a toy set was uh, given to the house. And that's when people in the house, uh, I guess like housekeepers or whatever, started to report like activities, strange things happening. Um, He had all these toys displayed on the shelf. And I'm like, I'm not touching any of this stuff. Like you said, there's negative energy. I'm not touching it. I will happily look at it. But that's it. That's all you're getting from me. So before we start like filming... Uh, him and I think the camera guy, I think they were outside. So it was me and the producer alone in this house together, okay? With all the porcelain dolls. With all the porcelain dolls. Uh-huh. So I, I'm getting my headphones ready to connect to the control room. I walk into the room that he does these seances, and the producer is standing in front of the shelf, mm-hmm. ringing this bell that is on the shelf, and she's just like, ring, 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 and she's looking at it, and she's playing with it, and I was like, Look, I don't know what you're doing, but I would not touch that because he literally just said things in this house have connections to them. So she put it down, didn't think anything of it. Maybe like five minutes later, uh, the camera guy and James come back in the room, okay? We're sitting, we're chatting. We're about to go live for the first hit and the producer stands up in the middle of the room and she's like, spirits, if you are with us today, make your presence be known during our live hit. And we're all like, oh, you, you producing ghosts? Like, we're just making fun of the whole situation, right? Mm-hmm. So we are in a room that's just, like, across from the room that the seances happen. I'm in the middle of a conversation with James about, like, some of the weird things that have happened during his seances. And as I'm talking to him, all I hear from the next room is, ding, 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 ding. Like, a bell, like a bell rang and then stopped. So if you look back at the video, because it's online, James and I turn at the exact same time. And I was like, I'm sorry, did you guys hear a bell? So the producer like ran into the room because she was closest to it. And the camera guy also turned his head. So we all heard this. And I was supposed to be talking to him about like what he does. And I was like, I'm sorry, I just have to go see this. So I make my way into the hallway and I felt like... You know when you get a bad feeling like there's something negative there? And I screamed and I ran back in the room. And I was like, I don't know what on earth is happening. And this is live, okay? Like, I'm supposed to be doing my job and I'm freaking out. So we go into the room together. He's ringing these different bells to see if, like, one of them sounded like what we heard. And um, all I could say was, Samantha was in here ringing a bell on her own. And I came in and I saw her doing this thing. So, like, 
nobody else knew. They weren't even there with us. This is something between her and I. Go back in the room. We start talking again about this doll named Andy who's haunted. So I'm looking at the producer now, waiting to get like a cute like wrap up or whatever. As I'm looking at her, all I hear is from like right behind her and she physically jumped. So I saw this happen and I was like, what on earth? Because you you can hear it and nothing fell. So she ran in the room. She's petrified. I'm like, what is happening? And then you have James like, oh, if you are here, give us more. And I was like, please stop. I don't think I okay. want to be here anymore. I'm just going to stop you real quick, yeah, yeah. Deepa. Yeah. Look at Roz's face right now. Okay. No, 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 no. Roz. 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 Oh, is there a chance? Deepa, is yes. there a chance that the guy who makes his living doing seances in a house that he's filled full of creepy dolls mm -hmm. has things in the house to sell the business, to leave the people who enter the house with a story that they tell about going to this guy's house yes. where things happen and, oh, my God, you're not going to believe it. And Andy the doll is haunted. And he, you're a mark. Like, he knew, he saw you coming a mile away. Okay, here's the thing. I do, that is what I thought. The thing that was scary to me was the bell. Because the bell that rang, mm -hmm. that was something that only Samantha and I were together for. So they weren't there. She's ringing this bell, and I was like, maybe you should stop because you don't know what you're touching. Okay, but is there also but, a chance that this guy, James, has somebody else who's, like, secretly in the house? Maybe somebody else but, was there maybe, in the house yeah. while... Maybe everybody but gets the bell. we got a whole uh -huh. tour. See, that's the thing. That's why I'm, like, because we were in the house together. We went through the entire house together, and he's showing us everything. So it was the four of us all together know, in that room. He's this tour, like, every single day. Ah, uh, no, it was just... Planned out. Yeah. I don't believe it. I, you, no, went, you, went so then, to a, you went to a haunted house on Halloween, right? But like, it's not a haunted house. It's like a. It's is a it? House. Is it not a haunted house? You well, just told us that no, it was no. a haunted he said house. The house is itself is not haunted. There are attachments apparently to <laughs> okay. these toys. Okay. 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 Oh my gosh, Roz. Okay. This is okay. totally real. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally real. <laughs> Happy Halloween, Deepa. <laughs> I got you. No. Good. Wow. No. Wow. Shem is gonna go to the seance. Uh, go for it. Enjoy. Not? Have fun. Yeah. We'll talk to Shem after he's yeah. done. Yeah. Have fun. <laughs> Thank Enjoy. you, Deepa. <laughs> Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Daniela, hello. It's Roz and Mocha. How's it going today? I'm good. How are you? Good, good, good. What's on your mind today? Um, What can I do to enjoy every last moment with my best friend before she moves away? Oh, okay. Yeah, so you know this. Roz and Mocha Fix My Life. Uh, my best friend of 20 years is moving out to Edmonton, and it is killing me. We do everything together. Uh, even our daughters are best friends i know she's not moving until june but my heart is so broken oh no that's terrible not to rub it in but sorry so what uh we know how you feel about it but how does she feel about it she's nervous and excited um she's moving away because her husband got a big promotion with his company yeah so he has to move down to edmonton and you've never been apart like you guys did like one of you didn't go off to college for a couple years and then come back kind of thing no we i we we're together like 24 7 we call each other every day i watch her daughter 
Um, we do like everything together. Yeah. Oh no! I, I, I think that this is a conversation. I mean, we can give you ideas on things to do, but but I really think that this is a conversation that you guys should be having together. Um, as far as how you guys both want to spend your last little while together before she before she moves away. Wait, is this like a permanent move, or is like are they going to come back in a in a bit? I I don't know. Oh, okay. Like I. We got a big promotion, so I'm not sure what's happening. Okay. Yeah, I, I would I would say that you guys should figure it out together. I generally, in situations like this, um, I, I usually don't like to break script. Meaning, uh, when you feel that you only have a little bit of time with somebody. You, you wind up getting these ideas of doing things that neither of you would ever suggest doing if she was never moving. You know what yeah. I mean? And then you wind up doing yeah. things that like are just out of character for both of you. Like I would I would sit down with her and figure out all the things that you guys love doing yes. together and all the things that you've loved doing in the past. And I would just, you know, make the commitment. I, I think that it's not about an event. I think that what it is is just a commitment to the both of you where you guys say, hey, listen, you know, whether it's, you know, once a week or twice a week or whatever it is, whenever your lives allow it you are committed to doing stuff you're committed to spending time together and i think that that's it because the closer she gets to moving the less time she's going to have things are going to get crazy exactly. things are going to start to get yep. crazy so i think that what you're looking for is to just have the conversation about commitment okay that sounds like a great you guys had that conversation yet like i mean not to the extent that Roz just gave but have you had like a convo as to before you take off in June, here are the things that uh, we would like to do together. I, I try not to bring it up a lot because I get very emotional about it. Yeah. So it's very hard for me. Yeah, of course. Of course it is. You're upset, huh? Yes. Can I ask you a question? Of course. Does she feel the same way about you or is she moving to get away from you? <laughs> oh, come on, man. No. Why you got to say that? Danielle, don't listen to him. That, oh, man. Why you got to be that way? After you just finished saying all these know. nice maybe, things. I don't know. Maybe you're, maybe. And giving all these wonderful, wonderful yeah, suggestions. And know. everyone right now is bigging you up. I don't know. We're only getting one side of the story words. here. We're getting one side of the story. I, I think maybe, maybe, feels- maybe you're clingy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think she feels the same. Is uh, that she's not as emotional as I am? Yeah, that's hard too. But I don't think that you need to hide that. I think that I don't think just because you guys may not be the same way with expressing emotion, I don't think that when you have these conversations with her that you should worry that you should try and hide it. I think that if you oh, are uh, okay, good, I don't. Okay, oh, okay, okay, good, yeah. Yeah, I, I tell her straight out. And if you're like, yeah. hey, hey, listen, I know you're not a crier, but I am, so I'm gonna probably be crying a whole lot more than you are. That's yeah. just the way this friendship has been over the years. You know that, right? Yeah. 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 But have that combo with her. I will. Thank you. Prior to the to the clapback, <laughs> uh, Roz gave some yeah. really really good well, suggestions there. I don't know. Maybe you're a lousy friend. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right, Daniela, much love to you, bro. Thank you so much. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. I don't know what happened with the a lot of Bell Canada or a lot of Bell Cellular customers woke up today mm-hmm. and their clocks had been changed. What do you mean? They did it this weekend. But it's next weekend. It or is I, next I weekend. It's coming weekend. Yeah. So everybody was, like, waking up to the wrong time. But the time change in the past, when did it, three years now maybe? Yeah. That they change it, or four years that they change, or maybe longer, that they change it to, like, later in the year. How's Belka, how are they going to mess that up? I don't know. 
Because it what's used that, to be it used learned? to be earlier. It used to be earlier than what we know now. Is like, it? Was it? Yeah, it was like three weeks earlier. No. Or two weeks. Really? Yeah, it was. It really was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. And then they and then they switched it. To, How can you just switch it like that? Well, the world came together and was like The world came together well, and the, I didn't know about this. No, the parts what I think happened. The what? parts of the world yeah. who still deal with the time change. Right. I think Alberta Here's recently, what, like two weeks ago, they were having uh, a meeting about like not doing it at all. Yeah. So, but they still are. And here's what I think happened. So whoever Googled it at Bell to set all the, the phones and stuff. You think they Googled it? No, they, they didn't. Because Google last it. year was November 1st, 2020. So I think they right. just did the same thing again. And they thought it was November 1st again. But it wasn't November 1st. November 1st is today. Mm-hmm. Right. No, but last year, it, it, the times went fall it back on November year, 1st. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So then it should have happened last night into today by your explanation. That's what, That's what they did. did. That's what it did. Oh, so this morning? It was yes. this morning. Oh. Yeah, because normally it happens Saturday into the Sunday, right? Correct. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it happened this morning. So people woke up this morning oh. with so their... they looked at the wrong calendar. Yeah, with their with their um, clocks changed. So I guess everybody would be like, what, like late an hour? Fall back. So it would be Because we five... get the extra hour in the fall, Correct. right? Yeah. yeah. If they so... woke up at 6 a.m., no, it was 5 a.m. No, you'd show up to work an hour earlier. You'd show up to work an hour earlier? Yeah. Yeah. Hold on now. Hey, so what's wrong with that? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Your day starts an hour earlier if you fall back. Bro, come on. I have to explain time change. Spring forward, fall back. No. Yes. That's how the poem I know, I I know. It's first of all, not a poem. Okay. (laughs) No, they would be late today. No, they they would be early. They'd be early. Fall back. Hold on. Dog, come on. Are you serious? So look at it this way, Roz. If you woke up this morning, right? Yeah. And and the clock. What time do you normally wake up? Huh? What time do you normally wake Let's up? Let's say four. Four o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. So if you okay. woke up at yes. four normally, yes, your clock would say what? Because I went back, my clock would say three. Three. Correct. No. No no, is, no, 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 yes. no. Yes. No, 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 no. Spring forward, fall back. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's okay. the poem. Okay. Right. Yeah. And right. then you'd come to no, work. No, 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 because we gain, you gain an hour, right? We get an extra hour of which sleep in the back. fall. Right, which yes. means we fall back. Right. So if you wake up normally at four, mm. you would wake up now at three, which is the extra hour. Three on the clock or three in real time? Three on the clock. Mm-hmm. Which is not real time. No, I, mean, I wouldn't wake up. Way. I wouldn't wake up at three on the clock. I would still wake up at four. My Maybe. alarm would still go off at four. But in, in your it mind, would just, it would not be four. No, my, the, my, if my, the clock goes back, my alarm is not going to go off at three. My alarm's still going to go off at four. No. No, no. But the clock will have changed. Yes, correct. But sure. actual time You're still wouldn't up at three, have. Man. You're still waking up at the new time. How are no, you not understanding? The I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm not. Bro. Bro. Okay, if you change... Okay. Is he playing with us? No, I'm I not playing with you. All right, I think he's really confused. Listen. No, there's no way he can Three be Three really out of the confused. four of us understand okay. how time Listen. works. No, but I know what he's saying. Like, it, like if you had did not change your clock uh-huh. and you just followed the rules, you'd yes. be waking up at three. Okay, but for everybody else, yes. right, technology is your phone will automatically... Let's minus this Bell Canada <laughs> mishap, right? Okay. Your phone will automatically change times for you. Right. So your body thinking that it's 4 a.m., right. your clock on your phone would have already changed and will go off at 4 a.m. 4 a.m. Right. 
but your internal clock is an hour later. Right. Earlier. Earlier. No, later. You don't know. No, later than what your clock on your phone says. I almost have Shem convinced I'm right. Look at his no. face. I'm just going to leave the conversation. Yo, no, here no, we go. <laughs> Shem zoned out. If the show starts at 6 a.m. Right. Right? And you yes. fall back an hour, that's 5 a.m. Let me put it to you this way. So if you're working. If you normally get up at 2 a.m. to go pee. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, here we go. This is, First of all, I well, do. I thing. do, but I do. That's why I'm but saying I do, this. But I do. Well, here's the thing. If you went back to sleep now thinking that yes. it was 3 o'clock, then, right. yes, you would be an hour late. Oh, my God. What's, what's, the, what's the text people saying? What are they it's saying true, on text? Though. Anything? Uh, yo, WTF is going on. LMAO. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, you were playing us? Okay. What? Like, you believe you or do you believe us? Someone goes, uh, you guys are all dumb. How can four, how can four, how can four people not figure this out? No, okay. Listen, no, one person cannot okay, figure this out. Okay, what did they say? Somebody say, uh, you would be late an hour. Roz is right. Yo, Roz is right. Yes. Uh, act in state of mind. Thank you. Uh, how, how are you late an hour? Because, and here's here's why he would be late an hour. Because Oh, God, I can't believe I'm agreeing with Roz. Thank Jeez. you. Oh, God. Oh, so, here's, so here's the deal. Yeah. If you woke up and your clock said yes. 3 o'clock, right, because the clock went back an hour uh, incorrectly, you might say, oh, well, I got an extra hour of sleep. So you go back to sleep, but you'd be an hour late. Because no, really, in real time, it would be 5 o'clock by the time you woke up because your clock would say 4. So, yes, Roz is correct. That makes no sense. It makes absolute sense. No, if, your clock, if you wake up at 4, like yeah. you normally would wake up at 4, everyone else's clock says 3, you're getting up at 4. I have no idea what he just said. No, though everyone who's a, like not a Bell customer got up at 4. Roz got Oh up my god, now you're talking about the the mistake. No. I still say Roz okay, is wrong. Uh, okay, well let's pause. Let's put a pin in this. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's put a pin in this. And, and then- get to it an hour later? No. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Daylight saving time ends uh this weekend. This is where we fall back. Gain an hour of sleep. Sure do. And in your day, I guess. <laughs> So there was that problem with uh, a lot of Bell Mobility phones where the time change happened last night going into today. So it screwed a lot of people up because their phones automatically changed. Mm -hmm. It was like some sort of glitch or because it was November 1st last year, happened again this year by mistake. So the question we were having was the the heated debate (laughs) in here because apparently we're all idiots. Yeah. The question well, was, if you, you were one of those people where yeah. the clock went back yes. accidentally, the, uh-huh. the, your time changed on your phone, yes. and your alarm went off, yes. would you be late or would you be early to work? You'd be early. And because I the said, clock falls back an hour, right? You'd be early. Interesting. I still say late. No, I still say late. Fabian, it's Razamoka. Do not swear. How you doing, brother? Hello. I'm all right. How are you? Good. Good. Just yelling at my radio. What do you want to say, Fabian? You're wrong, Rose. I'm wrong. <laughs> You're wrong. Okay. I, needed, I, I, this is what I, I needed an absolute pothead to tell me that I was wrong. <laughs> hey, man. Don't come on, man. Come on. It's, 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 you're wrong, bro. You're wrong. Okay. If, you, if, if the time went back, okay, if the time went back, let's say you woke up at 6 a.m. normally. If the time went back, it went back to 5 a.m. Right. Your alarm went off, and you set your alarm for 5 a.m., your alarm would wake up at 5 a.m., meaning you'd be early. 
You wouldn't be on time. You'd be early. But if you slept in, if you slept in because you thought you were early, 100%, you'd be late. But if you woke up at the time that you said you would Uh be early. Uh So that solves it then, huh? I'm yeah. still, I'm still so confused, man. I'm still, I'm still so confused. Uh, thank you, for, thank you, Fabian. Thank you, Fabian. Thank <laughs> Fabian you. Guys, I love just, you, bro. Yeah, I know, just bro. Out, I just love out you of too. curiosity, you already smoked this morning? <laughs> no, that's no. not put me on the on the spot. though. you can't yeah. put me on that spot right now. You can't do <laughs> that to me. Nothing to do with it. That has nothing to do <laughs> nothing. with it. Nothing at all. Nothing to do with it. All right. We got to take a next call. We love you, bro. Thank you, Fabian. Love you guys. Hi, it's Ross and Mocha. What's your name? Hi, my name's Kimberly. All right, go for it, Kimberly. Don't cuss. I am late for work because I thought that it was the wrong time. So, Ross, you're right. Why don't you just get up on time? Sorry? Okay, so did, did this affect your phone? Yeah, uh, it did, but not till like afterwards. So you were you were one of these people. Yes. Right. So your phone, you your alarm normally goes off at what time? My alarm normally goes off at three thirty. Sorry, four thirty. Four thirty. Okay. But I use my clock alarm, not my phone alarm. So my. Oh, clock so your phone still so said the right time, but my phone had changed. So I was like, okay. The phone's changed. I guess the phone's right. What's your name again? So now I'm like... Kimberly. 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 You know what? What? You and Roz are correct. Yes. Now now I'm seeing it. Yes. The Matrix, yeah. Matrix is making sense. I see it yeah. now. Yes. 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 You would be late for work. Correct. Right. I am currently late for work. Right. <laughs> oh, damn, girl. <laughs> All right. Get your ass in gear, Kimberly. Pedal to the metal. And thank you. I'm working on it. All right. All right. <laughs> Love you, Kimberly. Yes, now I see okay. the matrix is all coming right. together. Yes. I now see it. You would be late for work. Yes. Yes. What I've been saying all along. Right. Oh, <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, there is a woman from North Carolina, mm. TikToker. She's got like 2.1 million followers who posted this story on her account, which then Inside Edition picked up the story and had to talk to her about it. And I guess she did this as part of a warning to other women out there who are also dog owners. Okay. But she was telling the story of how she was out walking her dog, her German Shepherd, and a guy who appeared harmless, very friendly, uh, stopped to talk to her, talk about the dog. Hey, can I pet your dog? Can I look at your dog? Whatever, whatever, right? (laughs) And she was like, yeah, cool, no problem. Yeah. And then the guy, and this is weird, this is where the, story for me at least gets weird where the guy was like hey i like your dog so much do you mind if i take a picture of your dog Mm -hmm. that's weird right and then she was like yeah sure no problem and then a few hours later she gets a text message from that guy who stopped her to talk to the german shepherd or talk to her about the german shepherd who then took a picture of the dog he said oh. he was taking a picture of the dog. He's taking a picture of the dog caller because on the dog caller. Oh, now I got you. We'll have her phone number. Okay. So right? is it is it okay to get somebody's number off the tags off their dog and then call them? So he starts texting her. Listen to her tell the story. I was the thinking in it. my head, I said, I don't know anybody by that name. How did you how did you get my phone number? And they said, Oh, I got it off of your dog's collar. Why would anybody think that's okay just to get my phone number from my dog's collar. That's in case my dog gets lost. Wow. And then as Inside Edition is doing, 
talking about this story. So the dog didn't answer, though. The dog did not answer. Okay, she answered. Okay, I got no you. No cell service. Okay. Um, and apparently this ha- like happens to other women. Really? Yes. Listen to this woman tell her story. Her name is Shay Grayson, where something similar, a guy approaches her. Hey, I like your dog. Can I pet your dog? Do you mind if I take a picture of your dog? Right. I noticed that he was actually holding up her dog collar and the dog tag. And then I realized that he was actually taking a picture of my address, which was on the dog tag, not of my dog. My home could be broken into or whenever I took my dog out one day, he could be out there either to kidnap my dog or to do something to me. There were so many different things that could happen with him having my address. Like, wow. I would never think of that at all. Wow, wow. Never think of but that. But texting, so he was texting, the other guy was texting her to, like, ask her out and stuff, totally, right? See, this yeah. is this is the problem when you're so used to, everything is so shady. Yeah. Every, every, like, even your, even the people with best intentions on Tinder and everything else, there's a shadiness to it, right, where you are never 100% honest. And what blows me away is in that moment when you sort of see somebody, maybe you're attracted to them, you're at the dog park and everything else. In that moment, people no longer know how to interact with people face to face. Right. And because in that moment, it takes courage and a little vulnerability and you got to put the words together to say, hey, listen, would it be cool if I got your phone number? You got to shoot your shot with the risk of being rejected. And that's what people don't know how to handle anymore. So you were there. You were there in front of her. You could have asked. If she said no, you move on with your life. But people don't do that anymore because they don't know how to do that anymore. And then when you do something so like you this. take a picture of the like dog what this tag. guy did to these two or these two separate incidents yeah. where it was like the same thing happened. You lie. You start off by lying. Hey, can I take a picture of your dog? Right. Everything is. And everything, then you sneakily yes. take a picture of the caller yes. enough to get the phone number. Everything's filtered. Everything yeah. Everything is filtered. So weird. Yeah. Anyway, be, be careful out there. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, Movember Uh has kicked off, and over the years, Movember has evolved in the messaging. Uh, And Mm -hmm. right now, the goal is to raise awareness Mm -hmm. of men's health issues, Mm -hmm. such as prostate cancer, testicular cancer, and men's suicide. And to date, the Movember Foundation has raised $837 bucks. Yeah. And has funded over 1,200 projects in more than 20 countries. Right. Which is wonderful. Fantastic. Uh, so is Maury growing Shem, a mustache? Are you growing a mustache right this year, This year, Maury? You, you are? are? Okay. Yes. Nice. So, and you're clean shaven, correct? Right, Maury? Yeah, Starting you're clean fresh. Now. So, okay, let me see. Let me just inspect really quickly before we get to Shem. Let me just inspect this face. Okay, yeah. Well, I've lubed up. I'm ready to go. Okay, good. I so like that. Shem, uh, Shem was asked to be a... Um, what do you call that? A spokesperson, a uh, ambassador, ambassador, ambassador for Movember, okay. right? And he came in here all proud. Yeah, I was like, "Dog, day one, you like messed up already." Oh, yeah. because you have to start, have to start clean shaven. Yeah, the yeah. rules of Movember state. Yeah, that you are to start clean shaven. You can't come in here with a mustache that's like been trimmed up. Well, look, to be honest with you, I really didn't realize that. I thought I just had to like not cut my mustache, so no, I was just also, not going to cut it. Also, bro, no beard. Yeah, so I said to Shem, when you leave here today, you can't come back in here tomorrow unless you are fully, fully clean shaven. If you are playing ambassador for Movember and everything that it stands for, you You need 
to be just like what Maury did, yeah. clean shaven. You and Maury, you and Maury are going to look like a, a detective show. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be, this is going to be incredible. Oh man, I just, I look wild, crazy without. Who cares? Hair. Who? But it's all. Listen, it's, it's for a good okay? cause. It's, Absolutely, it's, you're, you're gonna. You're I've gonna, done it for ten years. Yeah. I look like an idiot when I grow a mustache, but, but it's for a great. And cause. by the end of it, like Maury's mustache is tick, bro. Yeah, it like, looks like it a is, broom. Yeah, like one of those like push brooms. Yeah, it looks like his old man. Yeah, yeah it takes me a while to grow facial honestly I'll, at the end of the month it'll look just like this right it looks so? just like this absolutely but, but, but you, you can't you, you can't shape it, it down though. though yeah that's the right? thing though that's part of the you can't shape it out the way you have it shaped now i don't know oh, but i love I getting did. my hair cut every week man. i know but you guys no. oh my god please the two of you doing it um, are you signed up you're signed up i have signed uh, yeah, yeah absolutely okay it's the so same page i've always had i just reignite you just oh, okay cool and uh how do so what do people do i don't even know what they do like i what tweeted do you, out mine yesterday you tweeted out yeah. yours yesterday no, i just tweeted out mine today movember.com okay. and then yeah. you can search but like if you follow shem or dan right oh, this um, is gonna and mocha good. always and i hope this is not any always donates like a few hundred bucks to mine right yeah yeah, anonymously. Yeah. How do you know it's <laughs> me, though? No, for real, though. For real. No, no, I do it anonymously. Because, you know why? Because why? I think that you, uh, I think that you tell him that you donate anonymously, right? But I think that one year you were the only person the only that, you were the donated. only one who donated. <laughs> oh! And so Maury knew, Maury knew exactly. So anytime you get an anonymous donation. <laughs> no, it was only one, yeah. right? It was only one. So obviously the anonymous person oh, was right. you. <laughs> right? <laughs> anyway, Jim, you are not allowed back in here tomorrow. Unless you are fully clean yes. shaven. Yes. Deal. Rules. Yes. Yes. Deal. And then you guys are both starting off on the same day. This is going to be fantastic. Yeah. Are we naming our our, tr- our detective agency? No, we'll work on that later. We'll work on that later. I but, had one idea, but I'll, which is, maybe I'll say, say it to you first off the air. Oh, jeez. It's one of those. Is it something you can say on the radio? Me, tell me. Tell me. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. The Rock's new movie, Red Notice, hits Netflix next Friday. Yeah, which one's that now? That is the one with Ryan Reynolds. Oh, and the Ryan Reynolds one, right. Gal Gadot. Right. Art thieves. I think he plays like FBI agent, <laughs> detective, whatever, right? Very inconspicuous. You would always so, hire a guy like Rock to be uh, inconspicuous. <laughs> right? I swear I'm not with the cops. <laughs> Narc! <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, so that's on Netflix next week. So he's out like promoting the movie, right? Yeah. And he was on a uh, on a show called the Jess, Jess Gaggle Show with Sirius XM and they brought up the fact that a lot of times in some of these rock movies there's a Vin Diesel joke thrown in right or a Vin Diesel joke made in and around the rock um because we know their their storied history they just yeah. hate each other yeah they yeah. can't work. They don't play. They nice. don't like it. He's he has said they they are just not the same kind of guy. Uh he told Vanity Fair I think last month there's a story that the two of them tried to like talk things out yeah and the conversation didn't go well yeah. so it's best that they just kind of leave stay, each other alone stay separate you do your movies i'll do mine yeah stay of each other's lives that's out of each other's lives yeah but apparently these jokes keep showing up in rock movies <laughs> which doesn't help the situation at all no so the rock was asked about this listen to this julia and i also truly admired you for putting in a really well this is probably ross and too but uh you you put in a really good Vin Diesel joke. It worries me that it's just going to set everything off again. 
<laughs> you had to oh. know. <laughs> it, oh, I, it, yeah. I, I, the, the jokes never end. I, people were asking me about that, and they just they find a way. And you know what's interesting is, you know, these Vin Diesel jokes, which play great, by the way, to the audience, which is always a good thing, because uh, it's really it's all about them. But um, people think these jokes come from me, and they actually don't. I mean, you'd be surprised just how many people come to me with, I got a great one. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I got another great Vin Diesel. I'm sure you do. Uh, <laughs> Oh, funny. <laughs> oh, wow. But come on. Wow. Like, you have to know that when you're filming a scene and something is said by somebody, that yeah. it's in reference to. If the, if the Rock didn't want that joke in the movie, that joke would not be in the movie. Right. So, like, at some point, it's you the know, Rock's joke. And you, and you choose to leave that joke in there, knowing that every time. A joke like that pops up on screen in one of your movies. It yes. hurts Vin Diesel just a little bit more. Well, or fires him up. I will say this too. What I want to know, what I want to know is I'm sure that that was not option one for a Vin Diesel joke. I'm sure he was oh. presented with probably three or four. Far worse. Different versions yeah. of what they can say about Vin Diesel. And this he, just happens to be the one they went with. And, and he probably like laughed at oh, every single one of them. yes. Like that's good. Maybe save that one. Yes. Maybe save, let's rework this one. Yes, but I love how he spins it as, uh, you know, this is just, it's not about me or Vin. This is just for the fans. They yeah. love it. He knows how to play the game. Bro, huh? bro. So good. <laughs> you just want another so one. So good. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is, my question is. Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Noah, how you doing, man? It's Roz and Mocha. How's it going, guys? Good, buddy. Uh, Noah, welcome back to the Roz and Mocha show. We know you're you're a big fan of the show. Uh, I believe yep. you've been on the podcast a couple times. I see your name yep. pop up on on Twitter a lot, and uh, and you text into the show a ton. So uh, welcome back, bud. Thank you. What's going on? Um, how do I get over the passing of my grandpa? We were so close. Oof. Yeah. Oh, you wrote us this, uh, Razamoka, uh, FML. How do I help my mom and my grandmother get through this, the passing of your grandfather? Uh, and also what things can I do when it comes to the holidays to make things easier? Uh, how long ago did he pass? Two weeks ago. Oh yeah. That's tough. Oh man. No, I'm so sorry, dude. Thank uh, you. yeah. How old was he? Uh, 90. 90. Jeez. Wow. What a yeah. life though. Yeah, yeah I, but the, the, the sad thing is we weren't expecting it, right? So, Well, you have to sort of a little bit be expecting it. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know. And, and, 90 and, years old. He wasn't 50. Yeah, no. and, and I don't mean that in a crass way. I mean that, no, no. I mean that you know, when you got somebody in your family that gets to the age of where, you know, you stop sort of worrying about them not being around and you have to kind of look at the gift that mm -hmm. that it was, you know, having a life until until 90. Yeah. Um, he wasn't going to live to 120, right? No. And I'm not trying to downplay this at all, no. but, I'm, but, I'm, but, I'm, but I'm just, I want you to, to, to sort of put this in your head as, as every thought that you need to have about him needs to be a celebration. Yes, it hurts. Of course yeah, it hurts. It yeah. Um, I, I will say this, and I say this all the time to anybody who, who we've talked to, oh, which is when it comes to... My favorite quote bro, from Roz when listen, it comes to man, this stuff. Okay, is that uh, it never gets better, but it does get easier. Yeah. Sure. Right. That's and what you, people, you, that's, what, that's what people have told me. You just got to go. You just got to go through it. Now, when it comes to what you can do uh, for your grandma, you know, she's heartbroken right now. This is somebody oh, yeah. I don't know how many years she spent with your grandfather. 
63 years. 63 wow, years. Wow, incredible. That, like that is that is a that is a big part of her that yeah. uh, that that passed away as well. And mm-hmm. I I think that you just being the sort of grandkid for your your grandmother and your and yeah. your mom, I think that you need to just ask them what they need from you. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. I think that that's your that's your play in all of this. And I think that you can be the one that is in charge of the sort of little celebrations uh, about his life as opposed to. Um, being a part of the sorrow of losing him. Yeah, because yeah, that's why that's why I've been I've been because she can't she can't really stay by herself during the evening. Yeah. So I've been I've offered to stay every day of the week kind of thing and stay with her overnight and everything. So, oh, that's nice, man. Yeah. yeah. How's yeah. your mom doing? Uh, all right. Like it's been hitting like for me and her and my grandma, me me and my mom especially been hitting in waves. But more my mom is just all of a sudden she thinks of something and then it hits her. Oh yeah, because every single thing that she does throughout the day she's gonna be reminded of her father right she's gonna yeah, be like yeah. oh dad did this or dad really yeah. enjoyed that or yeah. you know dad i know dad would have hated this right yeah. so and, you're gonna it, you're gonna constantly yeah. uh constantly get that right yeah, yeah. and it's hard because we uh, like uh the cottages that he built like he rebuilt and everything so like mm-hmm. and there's a wood shop in the at the, at the cottage and everything and then when i've gone there i haven't gone since he's passed but I know when I go, it's going to be hard, especially. Oh, buddy. The- so go and do yeah. this. Go and do the stuff that you guys like doing together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What kind of stuff yeah. did he like to uh, to do in that wood shop? Like woodworking, like build, build, build stuff. Yeah. Are you are you yeah, into build. any of that stuff? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I do that oh, a bunch dude. of times when I have uh, during the when I'm not working during the day, like on the weekends. I just built a small table by myself and then. Oh, sick. Tried, yeah. So, so why don't you go up to like, the cottage and go sit in that woodshed and build something and give it to your grandmother? Or your mother. Yeah. Yeah. I would right? just, I would go and his tools and stuff. Yeah. I would just go and do the, do the things that you guys enjoy doing. Um, and yeah. cause that, that's the, that's the stuff that like what winds up happening when somebody dies. Okay. Yeah. Is, is yeah. that the, the first things that hurt. Okay. Are, you know, you see a pair of their shoes yeah. or, or, you know, their favorite blanket or whatever, you know, all that stuff. Uh, yeah. But then what you realize sort of hurts the most is the, the, the space that they occupied is now empty. Right. Yeah. And that's what you wind up, you know, feeling the most. You miss the fun. And mm-hmm. I would say that uh, that is the quickest way to sort of start feeling better about the life that they lived is when, you know, you can do the things that you guys enjoyed doing together and you don't mm-hmm. feel guilty about it. You actually feel like you're honoring them in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, what do I do? Like, what I do when, when it comes to like Christmas and like the holidays, because this is going to be the first like yeah. holiday coming up, right? Yeah, I, I think that you just, I think you read the room, you know, I think that your, your, your mom, you, believe me, your, your, your mom and your grandmother are built for this and, mm-hmm. you know, they may not know it yet, but they are. Yeah. And, you know, they're going to let you know what they need from you. And, okay. you know, maybe this is the year you cook, you know, and you screw it up yeah. spectacularly and it's a disaster <laughs> and it's a, and it's a, and it's a, and it's a brand new story, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, or, or they, they get so frustrated watching you in the kitchen that they come in and take over and then they get to bond and, and do the thing and all this other stuff. Uh, yeah. But, uh, but I, I think that your, your job in all of this is to just, uh, is to just find out what they need from you. Yeah. And then keep off, keep offering like to stay over and everything too, yeah. right, I guess. Yeah. Oh, of course, yeah, sure. man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Does that help Noah? Yeah, it kind of does. And thanks again for letting me... Kind um, of? Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm it does. Kidding. It does. I'm so kidding. Yeah, yeah. I'm so yeah, yeah. kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. Noah, uh, you, know, you know how much we love you, bro, and, and yeah. we appreciate all your support um, throughout the years, man. Yeah, and I've been listening to... I've been listening since day one from you guys, and when, when it happened, I listened to the podcast and the show, and it got me through, especially when it was Roz's birthday. Oh, 
thing. Thank you, man. That Wait, is, Ross's yeah. birthday because of all the roasting or because of yeah. like the big celebration? <sighs> The, the roasting. We don't okay. need to get into the specifics, bro. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like Noah is a real <laughs> okay? fan. We don't need to get into the specifics. You could have just said it helped. Okay. I don't need to know why. Uh, Especially Shem's uh, song. Okay, fine. Yeah, man. Listen. Okay. We're good. I <laughs> uh, love you lots, Noah. You take care, bro. Thanks, guys. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Yeah. What's going on? How are you? How's everybody? Oh, good? you know, good. Yeah. Good. Yeah, man. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Don't you even worry. Um, I don't often talk about the mass singer, just because it's so visual and the, and I, the show was fun for like the first season, and then mm. after a while, it's I don't know about the mass singer, man. Um, but they did a reveal. Uh, was it last night of the mass singer? Last night of the mass singer, and it. it the criticism has always been that there's no way that these people are actually singing live underneath those costumes because for some people, it just sounds too good. Like, it mm-hmm. just sounds too perfect, right? And then they take the mask no off. No interference from the mask. Like, like nothing. Like, it wouldn't right? sound muffled or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, and they right? swear that they're all singing live. And I'm like, there's no way everybody is that decent of a singer. Um, and then you wonder what it would sound like if they actually had a star on there with who, cause most people can't sing, mm-hmm. right. Um, who actually couldn't sing. And so the beach ball character on the mass singer was revealed last night and inside the beach ball was two people. So a big beach ball. Yeah, thank you. Um, so at the end of this clip, you'll hear the reveal, okay. but listen to what may be the worst performance on a competitive singing show that you may ever hear. Oh my God. Okay, just keep going. Oh my God. Oh my God, this is so bad. Yeah. The people have spoken. The singer headed home tonight is Beach Ball. Oh, oh my God. It's time for the Beach Ball to take it off. Take it off. Hold on. Before I play it, yes. is it, can I guess? Yes. Because I have no idea. Yes. Is it one of the Kardashians? No, it's two people. It's two people. Is it two of the Kardashians? No, it's not two of the Kardashians. <sighs> okay. Oh, way better. No! <laughs> Who was in the back of the ball? So. She was in the back of the ball. Oh, you know, I got to be the star of the show. There so. it is. Yes. Holy. Okay, so to me, this is what the show realistically should sound like more often. Yes. When you bring people on who aren't trained singers and they say they don't do anything to the voices, they don't auto-tune it, they don't do anything, this is what people who can't sing, sing like. Oh, my God. I got to hear this again. Now that I know yes. it's Honey Boo Boo and, and her June Boo Boo. Mama June. My tummy's turning enough for them kind of homesick. Too much pressure and I'm nervous. Yeah, makes sense now. Jay-Z man turned on the radio and the Jay-Z song was on. And the Jay-Z song was on. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> I'm not 
this is so bad. The best? But that's what it should the sound people like. Have yeah, I guess. Nick Cannon, thank you. But that's Holy. what the that's, that's what the show should sound like to me when you bring people on who can't sing. Yeah, it, there should be more of this. But the problem is, is that it's almost unwatchable, right? Nobody's going to watch a half hour of people singing like this. Oh hell no! Right? Honey Boo Boo and Mama June. You better red red neck and eyes. Yeah. Oh, that is the absolute worst. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I was just reading a story, hold on here, that uh, sort of validated something I had said years ago about Ed Sheeran. Oh, no. You're not going to ruin Ed Sheeran for me, are you? No, 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 okay. no, no, tell no, me, no. Hold on here. Let me just read you this headline. Uh, I mean, it was, hold on here. Uh, Ed Sheeran admits that he avoids urinals because uh, fans try to uh, sneak peek. When oh, he's that's at, just rude. When he's, when he's at the urinal. And I had said that one of the most shocking things to me when a lot of weird things happen when you start working on television, right? Mm-hmm. And that to me was the weirdest and it happened the fastest, which is, you know, you would go to a urinal and the person next to you would recognize you. And instead of saying hi, their eyes would dart down. Right, that's so weird. Just trying to, yeah, trying to get a, trying to get a. Why? So you can go back to your friends. I guess. I guess. Yeah. I saw Roz. You'll never guess how small it is. What? Well, I mean, I was thinking more of just like a like a like invasion of privacy in space and being rude. Right. That too. Yes. I wasn't necessarily worried Mm. that. They would go back to the table the and rumors say rumors were going to start. Oh, okay. The privacy thing. Yes. <laughs> right? That, that just, too. That's just course. rude. Of course. Right? And super rude. Wow. Uh, so anyway, so Ed Sheeran says that uh, he does the same thing. He goes, uh, my my rule usually is I, uh, I don't go to urinals. There will be 20 urinals and I'll stand at the end and then someone will come and stand right next to me just to have a look. So my rule is I just don't. So he just waits. You play that long waiting yeah, game. Yeah. Yeah, not cool. Oh, right? Like, and people peek. People peek. I've never used one. You've never used a urinal? Never. That's a lie. I don't believe no, that. No, I've never used I've seen one. you use a urinal. No, you haven't. Really? No, I only, I'll wait for the toilet. I will not. I, I don't know how. <laughs> what do you mean you don't know how to use a urinal? I always stand there and it's like higher. Like, I don't know. What like, do you mean? Like, the, like you need a step stool? <laughs> okay, hold on here. Have you ever peed outside before? Have I ever peed outside? Yeah. No. You've never peed outside? No. You've I never, like, sorry, behind a bush. <laughs> okay. I shouldn't have had to be that specific. Right. Right? Like, I shouldn't have had to have about... said, have you ever peed outside behind a bush? Uh-huh. Right? Outside is outside. On yeah. a Wednesday when it's real sunny. Right. Thank you. Yeah. 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 In June. Um, okay. So, wait a second. So, you've never used a urinal. Never. Why have you never used a urinal? What it's, do you mean you don't It's a combination of what Ed Sheeran's talking about, like fear. Right. You know, for people well, to see how... Rumors, rumors. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. Rumors, right? And I just, I I always stand there and I'm like, I'm not really, like, I'm more comfortable peeing into a toilet because it's lower versus a urinal, which is higher. It's not a chest height, though. It's, like, low enough for you to be able to. When I tried once, I had to stand on my tiptoes. On your tiptoes? Yeah. How old were you, the four? (laughs) Of course. When's the last time you tried? Um. Oh God! Years ago, like when you were a child. 
No, no, no. Like uh, a grown uh, man. I haven't, like, since I've stopped growing. <laughs> when, so if you go to, like, if you're at an arena watching a hockey game or you're at a stadium. I'll stand. A, I will stand there and wait. At a baseball for, game. I will stand and wait. Or at a concert. Stand and wait. You will wait for. Or I'll wait until I go home. Right. Yeah. You wait for a stall. Did your dad never, like, take Jeez. you into the bathroom and, like, show you how to use a urinal and all that stuff? No. No. You and I've gone to a public bathroom with my dad, Frank, and yeah. I'll wait for the the the, the uh, toilet. Right. And he thinks I'm crazy. Right. And he'll go stand in a urinal, and I'll absolutely not stand and pee next to my dad. You won't. No because way. Because you think he's going to peek? Yes. Oh wow. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. Oh what? Like be embarrassed? Wow. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello, Roz and Mocha. Just wanted to say thank you guys, first of all, for the podcast. Once I found that out, my life has been so much better. Oh, what's your name? Zia. Zia, how long ago yeah. did you discover the podcast or that we had one? Um, About two months ago. Before oh, that, yeah? I oh. kind of listened to On and Off, but I did listen to it back in 2008 mm-hmm. for a while. But then university and all that stuff, and then just since 2019, I've been kind of in a slump. Why? Uh, early 2019, around uh, March, my son passed away. He was one month old. Oh, oh buddy. Brother. So sorry uh, to hear that, man. After that, it was uh, the pandemic, right? The lockdown. Yeah. yeah. Oh, back to back. Like, yeah, crushing. Exactly, yeah. So it, we were at Sick Kids. We lived there for like almost a month, and Ronald McDonald was close too, so we just yeah. like kind of it's like crashed in there right so yeah. after that we moved out and then because i was not the same i would guess my wife kept telling me i was like too quiet just you know blazing around kind of thing and then you know just two months ago like we got into a lot of fights me and my wife but then two sure. months ago i started listening to you guys and i kid you not a lot of the fmls and astros and mochas like really hit home yeah. And I'm not kidding. Ross's advice were like bang on. Always. Yeah, 100%. So I was just like, yo, these guys just got me so hard. And then after that, like now my wife is really happy with the way I am. Like even I'm feeling good, right? Like just I'm happy. And then the new job I actually started like last week was my first day, right? And that was when uh, I guess some lady called in and then asking if she should get a new job, even with a little pay and little farther away but she was really comfortable at her current job and then ross told her like no no no, go for it right for your be selfish with that in my old job i was there for 10 years and then made this jump and now i'm really happy oh dude that's amazing um you have no idea how much uh how much your support means to us and uh and, and hearing your story uh, breaks my heart, but also makes my heart like really happy to know and to hear that you're on your journey to uh, to happiness as well, man. Yeah, and I, I use that trick that I learned in the podcast where if I compliment Maury, he puts me on right away. <laughs> <laughs> what did you What did you say? What, compl- what compliment did you? By the way, if you can't hear, because as, as much as I love you, man, your phone is terrible. I don't know where you are right now, but it's actually... I'm, I'm driving a company car. They gave me a Jeep. But is your so window I'm, open? or like what's going no, on no, okay everything is closed. Everything i've is never deep. i've never wanted to hang up on somebody i love so much before <laughs> <laughs> jesus man uh, so so you had, you had said that you learned the trick which is uh people have discovered that the trick to getting on the razamoka show and getting through to us is that when you call 
you compliment Maury, right? Because Maury uh, sometimes will be the one. Maury's always the one that, that answers the call that then says, hey, guys, so-and-so yeah. is on line what did one you, or whatever. What, what did you say to Maury? I just told him that I've been listening to podcasts and my uh, view of Maury has changed a lot for the better. Oh. And, he's like, and he immediately said, Oh, just one moment, please. <laughs> Why are you upset right now, Maury? What's the matter with you? All right, nothing. Yeah, that's how you do it, though. I'm, I'm sorry, Maury. I'm sorry. That's how you, you, know, yeah, you have to apologize. He gets I it. Thought, I always thought he was insensitive, but when he did that whole thing with your dad, going to the grave and thing, I'm telling you, that kind of put me over, and I started liking Maury after that. Oh, oh man. He did huh? some other things where... Just kind of went back to zero again. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> Listen, man. Uh, baby steps, baby yeah. steps, right? From zero to here, yeah. back down yeah. to zero. Yeah. It'll be up again. Don't um, worry. Zia, we, we, can't, uh, we can't thank you enough, bro. Like, honestly, like it, it means oh, the, the entire you, world that, that we have your support and that we're such a big part of your day and such a big part of your life. Uh, Zia, much love to you, bro. Thank you so much. Much love to you guys as well. Aren't oh. you going to guys ask me who's my favorite? I'm just going to oh, say, we before go. we let you oh. go, Zia, uh, listening to the Razamoga show and only discovering that we have a podcast uh, two months ago. Between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Hands down, pants down, Roz. My uh, <laughs> <not> man. <laughs> you know what, Mocha? I'm not going to tell you why because you always ask and it makes Roz feel bad. So just straight down Roz. Just and that's Shut up, man. Oh, okay. okay. Well, now I got to know. No. So why? why? No, 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 no. I will not because Roz has been my favorite and I give him much love and I'm not going to say any of those things. Like Thank you. Me. Or anything like Shut that. up, dude. Shut <laughs> up. Okay. Too late. Too late. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> wow, you're a real fan. Bye. <laughs> Zia, take care, brother. We love you, man. You as well. Take care. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Hey, welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. What's going on? I'm not too bad. Just living the dream, you know? I hear you. What's your name? Uh, my name is Sarah. Sarah, welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. What do you want to say? Um, I just wanted to, uh, in reference to your, your last caller, um, Basically, the only reason, well, one of the big reasons why I actually tune in is for Maury. So, <laughs> oh, here we go. You, yeah. you must have been so nice to Maury for him to put you through and to wait on hold for all this time. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, eh? Um, but no, I think honestly, Maury's just hilarious and he's truly genuine. So, he's one of the reasons why the, the show is so funny. And, you know, I wish there was more of him actually on the show. You, you just said you thought that Maury was truly genuine, and even Maury went, what? <laughs> well, she you know, when, like, that ain't true. <laughs> well, when you know you you do all the stunts and the kind of things that uh, he does, you know, it takes a lot to, you know, be funny and be a true sport about it. And totally agree. He's truly genuine about it. Mm-hmm. Aw, you are the best. Thank you so much, Sarah. No problem. Thank you. When you uh, when, but, yeah. but, but, like, the real question is between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Um, honestly, probably Roz. Oh, wow. That sounded from the heart. Yeah. <laughs> she also said probably. <laughs> probably. Most people are like wow. the, the definitive answer is either Roz wow. or wow. Mocha. Not yeah. well, probably. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> well, uh, if I have to. Uh, if I have to. <laughs> it's, it's, it's up there. But I mean, you know, you guys are both funny. But I, guess, I think Ross gives more uh, better advice than. Oh, wow. And it, it makes it worth it. So well, that's well, kind of what gave you the edge. Well, I will I will take that. Uh, I always love having people call in and uh, shoot some love uh, Maury's way. And what's the word? Genuine, right? Is that what she said? Genuine. <laughs> yeah, genuine. shrugging his shoulders. Like, yeah, oh, huh? yeah, that's what she said, man. Genuine. <laughs> Let's go genuine. <laughs> love you a lot, Sarah. Thank you. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. When they sent Shatner up to space, when Jeff Bezos shot him up in the rocket, mm-hmm. um, you and I had a, a discussion on who would be 
on if the billionaires are putting together a wish list of famous people to get on their rocket just either for clout or sentimentality or nostalgia like obviously Shatner is number one on everybody's list or at least he was on everybody's list I would say um Mark Hamill right Star Wars sure right yeah or um what's his name Patrick Stewart Patrick Stewart, yes, exactly. Uh, Also, uh, I know that we had uh, talked about uh, Sigourney Weaver from the Alien movies. I think you would want to have her up there just for sort of nostalgia reasons. Uh, But Tom Hanks doing an interview last night talking about how he was, and I think he says that he was actually offered a spot before Shatner was. But listen listen to why he turned it down. Is it true that you were asked to go to space by Jeff Bezos before William Shatner? Well, yeah, provided I, I pay, you know. <laughs> no, he, and, and, you really? know, it costs like $28 million bucks or something like that. Was, I'm doing good, Jimmy. I'm doing good. I don't need to spend $28 million bucks to do that. You're not going to do that. I can do that. Even if it was like, free, you wouldn't do that. No, I'd do it on occasion just in order to experience the joy. <laughs> wow. Do you think Bezos asked for $28 million? I think so. You think so? Yeah. He was you like, think you're going to charge Tom Hanks $30 million to go on like, a rocket? I know you're Forrest Gump and everything. Yeah. You know, Jen, I broke your heart a bunch of times. Right. But <laughs> it still costs a lot to fill this sucker up with gas. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't think that they would. I didn't think that those big giant stars would pay. No, I don't think Shatner did pay. No, I don't think Shatner's got 28. Maybe, maybe Shatner does have 28 million. But he seems so thankful to Jeff Bezos. Remember when he got down? Like, he wasn't thanking a man that just charged him $30 oh, no. million. Dollars. He was thanking a man that just gave him, like, the, the dream of a lifetime. So I'm guessing Bezos paid for Shatner uh, to go up. But maybe he was willing to charge Tom Hanks. Also, I'm reading. What a diss, though. I know, right? Also, the SpaceX crew on uh, Elon Musk's uh, Crew Dragon. Mm-hmm. According to this headline, that the four astronauts that are on uh, Crew Dragon, SpaceX Crew Dragon, um, I guess there's a leak in the toilet on board, so they're going to have to wear diapers for the ride home? No, they're not. Yeah. That's so gross. <laughs> oh, no. Can they just come I home guess. now? I don't know. I don't think you can come home early. I think that Turn that, around. Come home. No, I, I think that use that the, stuff. Use the bathroom. I don't know, man. Get back out there and finish your work. I don't know. I think that once the itinerary is set, I don't think you can come home early. I really don't. Um, But they can't, like, okay, stupid question. So there's an ongoing problem with the toilet on SpaceX Crew Dragon, Mm -hmm. uh, meaning that the astronauts returning to Earth this month uh, won't be able to use the bathroom until they land. So until then, they're going to have to wear special um, undergarments that are basically diapers. But was there enough sent God, up I there? I concentrate. No. I, I couldn't. Like, could Is you, there enough I, up there for them to last until they have to come back to Earth? I don't. Oh, geez. That's a really good question. Like, do you have, like, do you have to let a couple number ones in there before you change? Like, what are the rules? Right? But what if it's a like, number gonna, two that you're feeling Are they going to force first? you to stack a number two with another number two? uncomfortable right and you're supposed to fly a rocket yeah and concentrate on doing work like important space <laughs> and do work? experiments like yeah no i couldn't do that yeah, no. <laughs> that's very unfair very unfair yeah i wouldn't even want to see the diapers if i got on what are those for well just in case i'm not going there yeah, just in case what if there's a just in case that that toilet's gonna break no thank you mm-hmm. right no thank you so how does that toilet work? And zero gravity. 
How do you it, do that? It trap it like. Like there's a suction the, kind of thing, yeah. like in an airplane? I and then it know. goes into like a special compartment? Yeah. That then maybe freezes everything? Right. Like you'd go to the toilet in space and you would think that like everything would look that came out of you would look like it was suddenly attacking you. They've, right? They showed the, the, in videos, they've showed Is what the toilet like looks like. just a suction thing? It's a long tube that tube? you stick to your butt. Oh, come on now. Like a vacuum? Like that's not embarrassing Like enough. Like central vac? <laughs> and the one that goes in the front has sort of other sort of, I guess, material on it so that it, something doesn't come out the sides. Right, yeah, so it doesn't look like it's attacking you. But I guess so that's the system that's down in Crew Dragon, in well, SpaceX Crew Dragon. astronauts use that? Same thing, same thing. It's just I'm sure it's just altered differently, right, uh, for the front and the, and the back and everything else. Um, but, uh, but, man, that's like... <laughs> you know, I used to think being an astronaut was like one of the coolest things ever. Yeah. And I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is but that aspect of it <laughs> yes thank you maury yes is not cool man no <laughs> doesn't make me feel good at all the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast hey what's going on with your raptors huh yo we talk about right uh i went to bed middle of the second quarter and we were down yeah. woke up to a nice win four in a row is that what it is straight up yeah og and obi uh 36 points career yeah. high yeah and a couple of key players were not in the game last night, which is uh, a good look for the team. Who's the guy that got the sore thumb? It's always a bad look when you can't play when you're a pro athlete and you got a sore thumb. Well, I mean, you need your you hands. I, mean? I know you need your hands. I get it. I get it. Like I get, one of no, the most I, important I know, I know I understand that. aspects of doing I, your job. I understand that. But, like, you understand when somebody tears something, when something is totally. whatever, right? But sore thumb, I know. right, is just like. Like, you could bend your thumb and it gets you sore. Think, exactly. Which, chances are that's right. what happened. Who was that? Which the, the young guy? Rookie Scotty Barnes. Thank you, Scotty Barnes. Sore yeah. thumb, right? That's like hangnail, right? Like. Yeah, but it hurts. It hurts. I know. And, you know, that would be like hearing somebody had to sit out because of an ingrown toenail, right? It just sounds weak, although you would understand it because ingrown you, toenails hurt like a bugger. Painful. Right? Very painful. painful. But you never want that to get out. That's no. why. That's it's because optics matter. Thank you. In hockey, you realize in hockey, they only ever say upper body or lower body injury. Sure. Right? You never hear that somebody can't play a game because of an ingrown toenail or a sore thumb. Right, it's only upper body or lower body. Right, right? you never hear you, the you, specifics. You don't want to give specifics. No, left wrist makes them sound weak. Uh-huh. Right, makes you sound sore weak. forearm. Yes, I know. Yeah, right. right? <laughs> yeah, shave too close. The sweat hurts my face. I yeah. can't play. Yeah. <laughs> Used a dull razor last I, night. I got bumps. <laughs> the cold air. It yeah, hurts. it hurts. The cold air in the ice in the rink. It hurts so much. Yeah, you can't. You can't do that. You can't bloat it. Right, <laughs> that would be me. Oh, I would, yeah, I would yeah. never make it to Too the court. Too much cheese on the pasta I would last night. Never make it to the court. I know they always tell you carve up the yeah. night before, but yeah. still. <laughs> why is Why is Roz Weston <laughs> sitting again, bloating? Yeah, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> you're sitting there on a bench holding your belly. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't stick with upper body and lower body injuries. Okay, one thirteen, one hundred four. By the way, it was the final score for the Raptors against the Knicks last night. Right. Uh, we are in Washington tomorrow night. To take on the Wizards. Oh, yeah, I like that. Uh, but uh, good run for the Raptors. Feeling it. I like it. Whose birthday was it today that I was surprised about? Was or oh, is? Oh, David Schwimmer. Oh, okay. Ross from Friends. Yeah. How old is Ross? Is Ross in his late 50s? I'm going to say David Schwimmer. Yeah. Ross from Friends is 57 years old. Okay, Maury. 
I was going to say 60. 60? See, no I, I was surprised at 55. Because it, in, the show, oh, yeah, yeah. in the show, they played that they were in their 30s. Right. Well, I guess they were. Okay. No, I thought they played, in their, <laughs> they played that they were in their 20s. 20s, yeah. In real no, but life, it was a big thing, at, like closer to the end of the series, like that Rachel turned 30. And yeah. It was the end of well, her yeah. life. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's how so, age works. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But the whole season, they were in their 20s. That was the whole premise of the season. Right. So if you the, think about now till then, that's why I thought. Yeah, but I never, I never know. It's like uh, Catherine brought up Grease the other day where she was like, you know, even just watching the trailer now, because it pops up on Netflix or whatever the streamer is, like when you scroll over sure. it and then Grease starts playing, where they all looked like 45 in Grease. Right, and, and I know supposedly teenagers in high school. Teenagers, teenagers okay. in high school, but I don't know how old they actually were in, in Greece. But that was like on uh, like nine hundred two and oh, they were all you know much older. So I never oh, know. Yeah. I never know how old you know because for when, me, David Schwimmer could have been forty when he was doing Friends, and I would have known. When right? Saved by the Bell was on, were those were they like? I think they were younger. Were they early? Uh, sorry, late teens or early probably 20s? probably late teens, early twenties. Yeah, because yeah. they did look young, right? Yes, and then that's where they screwed up on that movie, the Evan Hansen movie, because of the age thing. Because the playing, age thing. Yeah. Because here's what they did in Greece, and what they did in 90210, and what they do everything else. When they hire one thirty year old to play a high schooler, everybody yeah. else who's hired to play high schools high schoolers are also thirty. Mm-hmm. So you 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 sort of like you get used to it a little bit. But in that Dear Evan Hansen movie. They hired Ben Platt, who's like, I don't know, how old's the guy? Like 30, 32. 32, yeah, but everybody like else in the cast was high school age. Oh, yeah, that's super awkward. Right? Yeah. So but you looked, might as well have had Steve Buscemi. <laughs> Thank you. It looked, it, yeah, it looked like 21 Jump Street, right? Like, he looked like a narc. <laughs> but that's what happens movie. when your dad makes the movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> anyway, uh, David Schwimmer, 55 years old. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Hello, hello. It's Roz and Mocha. Who's this? Oh, my gosh. Is this Mocha? It's Roz and Mocha. Oh, hi, Mocha and Roz. How's Hello. it going? Good. Good. How are you doing? It's my 30th birthday today. Oh, well, happy birthday. Dirty 30. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> do people still call it Dirty 30? Oh, um, some people do. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what's your plan? Um, I was just going to work today, <laughs> but I had a party, uh, during Halloween and stuff. Oh, okay. Did you get, like, turned up? Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. What was your drink Party of choice heart. to celebrate your Dirty 30? Uh, Blue Freezy. It was, like, a, like a mixed drink. <laughs> we didn't even get your name. What is your name? Oh, my name's Mimi. So now that you're on, uh, what do you want to do? Well, one, I had a really uh, specific question. Okay, go. <laughs> when you guys always ask people uh, who's their favorite, do you guys keep track? Yes. You have like a scoreboard? I do. Roz doesn't know. No, I don't. People oh. people have people have tried um before, um just based on like listening to every single episode of the podcast. But we've been doing this like since before the podcast even started. Mm-hmm. So there is right. there is no way to definitively say one way or another. That's why we don't like really say what the what this kind of score is. But just for uh. you, Mimi, like the people who have picked me, that's like well into the thousands. Oh god. Oh, and okay. <laughs> Stop and it. the ones who have uh, picked Roz, I think we just cracked double digits. <laughs> I think we just <laughs> dozens. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> like maybe 13. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. And one was a double vote. Yeah. The, the woman who called, she called before, too. Yeah. <laughs> no way. So. Yeah, we allow those here, though. 
<laughs> it sounds to us, though, Mimi, on your 30th birthday, you want us to ask you the question. So, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite, Mimi? I'd have to say it's Mocha! Mm, nice. <laughs> I knew it. Because <laughs> I love how you always say it's Friday, and then it's like... Your laugh is like too funny, and like Roger's cool. You know, he's- oh God, here we go. <laughs> just, just say, just just say Mocha. You don't have to bring me into this, okay? Once it's decided, it's decided. I don't want to know why I'm not your favorite. I still love both of you guys. You're okay, awesome. no, it's fine. It's well, fine. Mimi- I'm gonna be just. I'm gonna be okay. Thank you very much for calling. Thank you very much for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show. I know it's not Friday, but I can still yell, Happy Birthday! Oh my God, thank you so much. This is amazing. Love you lots, baby. Love you guys too. Is this what we have to do now? We got to start performing for people when they say that they're, they're, they're your favorite. Like, no. is that what we're doing now? Like, oh, no, just it's like escalated. Be nice, I don't man. Wanna, I am nice, but I'm like, I don't want to have to start like doing this whole song and dance when somebody says I'm their favorite now. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> Later, girl. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. This uh, crazy story about what happened at Disneyland in. Shanghai, where one woman, she either visited Disneyland on Saturday or she was in contact with somebody who was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they found there's one case in Disneyland in Shanghai and just over 33,000 people who were in the park at the time. Mm-hmm. Chinese government shut down Disneyland with all 33,000 people still in there. Wow. Nobody was allowed to leave until every single person did a test, and then once you're negative, you got to leave. They just had 33,000 tests lying around? I guess. Or they had to bring them all in? I have no idea how it worked. But the exact number is 33,863 people who are locked inside of (laughs) How long were they locked in there for? Hours. Hours. <laughs> the happiest place on earth. Yeah. And you're locked in there. I don't know until if you, you say to... Disneyland in China would be the happiest place on earth. I'm sure that's what they that's what they say, right? Right. <laughs> um, but they had to all go through the process of getting tested. You get your negative result. Jeez, and then you're allowed to man. leave. But I want to know if it was that like... That takes a, too long. Like, I, I want to know how the, like the, how the math even works on that. Like, like how long a, does it... Was a, a PCR where they jab your brain? Or was it a simple nose swab? I don't know. But, I, then, I, but like even just doing the math on that, how long would it take to test 33,000 people? Like, even if... Let's, let's say you have even like... A hundred staff or 200 staff or 500 staff administering tests. You got to like set up lines. Yeah. You have to. How do you even organize that many people? I, like, I don't even know. Like, what do you do? Like, people are just like milling about a theme park, right? Yeah. Like. Like, you'd have to make announcements to say. Oh, I'm sure they're very used to announcements and standing uh, in the line. <laughs> it's China. <laughs> Come on. You know what I mean? Like, in this area of the park, we're going to do these tests. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Right? I, I don't. Do you, I, I don't know. Like, because the, to your point, like, how do you organize that many people? Do you then say people with the last name starting with this letter go to this section of the park, 
and get tested? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, China locks down tens of thousands in Shanghai Disney Park for hours. 33,863 people were locked down, and every single one of them tested negative. Oh, my God. (laughs) And we're allowed to leave. Oh, my God. That's crazy. That's so wild. See, that's why I can't go out. Like, I can't do. That's my nightmare. That's my nightmare. Oh, God. That's my nightmare. Yeah. Being locked locked somewhere where I'm one of 33,000 people that have to then get a COVID test. I know. You know how many times I'd have to pee? You know how many times I'd have to say, (laughs) can you save my spot in line? (laughs) Right? Please? No, absolutely not. (laughs) Things get violent at that point. I know. Not in China, they would not. Hell no. Not allowed. No, 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 no. Everybody stood there, smiled, waited their turn. Yeah. (laughs) Nobody, nobody even, nobody said anything in those lines. But all 33,863 people were allowed to leave that Disneyland in uh, in Shanghai. I want to see what would happen if they tried that in Florida. Oh, God. (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Hey, Mocha. Yes, Roz. Oh, man, I know what time it is, baby. Are you Uh ready? Of course, brother. Let's do the news. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Uh, Mariah Carey has announced a new festive single with Khalid called uh, Fall in Love at Christmas. Sounds like this. Oh, baby, we I don't like it, guys. Not, I'm sorry. Not my favorite kind. Uh-uh. Not my favorite kind of Christmas. Don't track. don't make a, a Christmas song that's supposed to be sexy. It's hard though. It's hard when you you know when you've already created one like timeless classic yeah. with you know with I all I want for Christmas. I think just leave it at that. And it's tough though. Like, how do you go back and you know do something else? Like when you kind of when you ca- you know how difficult it is to write a Christmas song that catches where it's like every year, every year, every year. It's incredibly difficult. Yeah. It's almost one it. of the most difficult feats in music. Yes, is to write a Christmas song that lasts more than one season. Yeah, and she did it absolutely, and yeah. she's the queen of it. Just yeah. leave it there. Right, I know it's tough though. I don't know. I don't know. I don't it. like sad Christmas songs. Who wants a sad Christmas song? No, but it's supposed to be a love right? song. If I, wanted that, I'd go, if I wanted a sad Christmas song, I'd go to church. Right, right, Sham? Why are you looking at me like that for? What? Oh, man, what you mean? Right? There's some cheery Christmas songs at Please. church. Like what? what um, are the, name the sad ones first, though. Oh, there's too many. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> 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 What's the saddest Christmas song? Like church, church Christmas song. Oh wow! Probably um, there's a lot of sad Christmas. A songs. lot of sad ones. Oh, I, yeah. I think like Oh Holy Night is really oh, depressing. Holy Night is very yeah. depressing. Um, oh, Christmas shoes is the but you don't say Christmas shoes in church no, though. No, 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 you're forgetting no, Elvis. No. Blue Christmas. No, 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 no. But that's not a, that's not a no. church song though. That's no. not like a proper Christmas hymn. And Silent Night is also Silent really Night depressing. Silent Night is very depressing. Silent Night, holy night, all is calm, all is... Oh, that's so depressing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody wants nobody wants that. I want all I want for Christmas. Yeah. I don't want uh, Mariah Carey doing uh, no. Fall in Love at Christmas. Uh, at the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Mariah Carey's uh, Christmas special. Uh, it's called uh, Mariah's Christmas. The Magic Continues will be on Apple TV Plus. 
Uh, it's supposed to come out sometime in December, but no exact date yet. It'll include the first ever performance of her new holiday song with Khalid uh, and a gospel and gospel singer Kirk Franklin that we played a little bit for you yesterday called Fall in Love at Christmas. Kind of a slow jam Christmas song, not like my favorite. Is this going to be uh, like a continuation of the one she did last year? Um, I think so. Or is it just so? like a, a whole yeah. new, a brand yeah. new well, one? Yeah, because it does like, say... I wonder the- if she's going to do like a, a Christmas special every year. Maybe. She yeah. might. That'd be kind of cool. I mean, right, she is Christmas and, I, and she's really, really leaning into it sort of, you know, now. But uh, but yeah, it is It is called The Magic Continues. Oh, okay. There so you I imagine that it's uh, it's. Did you watch last to... year's one? No. People didn't like it. No, they didn't, huh? No. Yeah. Where's this one airing? Uh, same, Apple TV Plus. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. Was that the same place it was last year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, man, it sounds like a... I don't know. Like that's a I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> not very good. I, I don't know. I don't know. Don't put me on this. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Jay-Z joined Instagram by Hey! 1.5 million right now. I hit follow. 1.5 million. Uh, th- he joined to promote uh, the new... Um, uh, the the harder they fall, which premieres on Netflix, I think today, right? Isn't yeah, it's that, out isn't now. It's, it's out now, right? Yeah. Uh, so, and he has already how many followers? One point five. One point five. Also, um, the breaking news with Jay Z's IG is that Beyonce. Uh, followed him on Instagram, and Beyonce doesn't follow anybody on Instagram. Famously, famously, zero followers. Yeah. Or because following you know that zero. would be the big story is that if he joined Instagram. That yes. his own wife isn't following him, right? Then that would be that would be the story, right? What a boring feed hers would be, though, right? Like, what do you mean? Wouldn't it just be all his stuff? It's only his. So yeah. her feed would look like his. She can't like. She opens up Instagram and it's just as one picture, <laughs> right? Right? Yeah, for that's, you. That's currently at uh, five hundred and fifty-four thousand <laughs> likes, with a caption that just reads, "The harder they fall." There you go. Uh, and so, then tw- yeah. twenty-three thousand seventy-four comments. Wow on there already and, wow. and by the way he's only following one person and that's beyonce oh jeez they're so pretentious <laughs> jesus christ uh so anyway so yeah so uh, beyonce follow jay-z on insta and uh the heart of the fall is on netflix uh now yeah which is great news for everybody the Roz and mocha show podcast. podcast airbnb cracking down on new year's eve parties much like they did on halloween and what they did on new year's eve last year so they're preventing people from booking like one night house rentals mm. and they've capped capacity at some homes at 16 i guess like what that's still enough like, to have that's a party. That's still enough, right? But they want they want to prevent people from having super disruptive um, New Year's Eve parties because that's sort of uh, been me the plus way 15? that it goes. Thank we can you. make a lot of noise. But you can't just book for one night, though. That's the thing. You have to do a multi-night booking for a lot of these places that are... Multi- that's that are, a party every night. Thank you. That's I a know. lot of noise. Uh, so the challenge al- accepted exactly so the way that the algorithm works is that they look at people who are booking certain places and then you have to be accepted or denied uh, based on their rules from trying to prevent new year's eve parties yeah. last year on new year's eve two hundred and fifty thousand bookings were canceled because they assumed oh, people were no. trying to book for the purposes of parties on new year's eve but it's just me and 15 friends. 150,000 bookings. No, we just want to have a quiet night in. Yeah, exactly. Right? We want to watch the famous uh, New Year's Eve show yeah. from New York. Watch the ball drop. Yep. Right? And then in, everyone in bed by 12.05 a.m. Yep. Yeah. So it's uh, the uh, their global party ban 
and it does, uh, oh. which which includes a cap of 16 people in any home at any given time. That sounds like a name a mom came up with. Right? The global party. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> or dad's yeah, dad. I know. Who came up with these rules? Moms. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> You're right, though. That's exactly what it sounds like. It sounds like that they just went to a group of, how do we handle New Year's Eve? Yeah. Listen, okay. We need the uh, we need the global party ban to be enacted. Yes, we've been working on this for years. Yeah. Thank uh, you for your suggestion, Karen. I said uh, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Chloe Kardashian still uh, dealing with COVID nineteen uh, when she and her daughter True both tested positive uh, a couple of days ago. She said, "Hi guys, wanted to let you know that True and I did test positive for COVID. I've had to cancel several commitments, and I'm sorry I won't be able to make those happen. Luckily, I've been vaccinated, so all will be okay. Uh, we will be over here in quarantine and following current guidelines. And then yesterday, she posted, i 'I'm so over this hashtag COVID sucks.'" Well, Wait, so, but she got so this is the second time she the second got time COVID. she got COVID in 2020. Yeah, when she was very, really very, sick. very early, like yeah. before vaccines were even a thing. Yes, she in got, the early days. Yes, yeah, and she was and she was criticized for it too because instead of making people aware of the dangers of COVID and to mask up and to stay inside, she held it and didn't say anything, but filmed it all for the show yeah. months later. So she was heavily criticized the first time around because when you have a voice that big and a platform that reaches that wide. You know, you almost owed it to people to show the effects of COVID to keep yeah. your fans safe. But she didn't do that. She kept it quiet yeah. and saved And this it for is the all show. around the time when, like, Tom Hanks is coming out yes. saying he got it. And exactly. um, Alyssa Milano, like, yes. she posted, like, it was like a heartbreaking video. Yeah. And she was really, really sick. So now what you're seeing is all a lot of these stars who are double vaxxed but kind of going out back into the world, mm-hmm. you know, getting COVID. Jason Momoa yesterday said he had COVID. Um, Khloe Kardashian, uh, John Bon Jovi, Brian Adams. All these people who are double vaxxed and dealing with, you know, sort of COVID at home. Ed Sheeran just got over COVID and he's yeah. and he's double vaxxed. Um, so and then you have Christy Swanson, who is anti-vax or vax hesitant or however the hell you want to say it. And she was on oxygen in the hospital for three days. No, she was. Yes, she was. <sighs> Asking fans to pray for her. So this is the difference between, wow. you know, what happens when you get COVID, when you're, it just gives you that better chance. And you can say whatever you want, come out, whatever about vaccines and all this stuff. But you just look at Jason Momoa or Ed Sheeran. Jason Momoa is a monster. Nothing's going to kill that guy. But you look at Christy Swanson and you look at Ed Sheeran. They probably weigh around the same anyway. Yeah. Right. Ed Sheeran back at it again, flying to New York, going to do Saturday Night Live this weekend, just kick COVID. Christy Swanson, unvaccinated, was in the hospital for four days on oxygen or whatever it was. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Britney Spears sort of deal right now is she goes all out on social media, says everything that she wants to say, and then immediately deletes it. Right. Oh. So so it's not there anymore. Yeah. But everybody just screen grabs it because everybody's at the ready when it comes right to now. when it comes to what Brit posts, because yeah. uh, this is the sort of real Britney that uh, that we're getting now. And she went off on her mom last night. Really? Yeah. So she wrote this. The most dangerous animal in the world is a silent, smiling woman. She goes, my dad, Jamie, may have started the conservatorship 13 years ago. But what people don't know is that my mom is the one who gave him the idea. I will never get those years back. She secretly ruined my life. You know exactly what you did. My dad is not smart enough to ever think of a conservatorship. Um. 
She goes on to say, uh, the moment I smile and realize I haven't in a very long time, my mom gets so concerned, all caps, and says, you're acting weird. What's wrong with you? I say, hi, my name is Britney Spears. Nice to finally meet you. Before I go any further, forgive me in advance, she says. It's been 13 years and I'm still a little rusty. It was a family business before. It's no longer that anymore. I was born today because I get to smile. So thank you for everything. Exiting out of my life and finally allowing me to live mine. Um, Or P.S. I don't know what that means. Uh, She goes, uh, do I know how mean I sound right now? Yes, I 1 billion percent do. And then so she posted that and then uh, and then deleted deleted it. it. Yeah. Yeah. How do do we know how long the post was? I don't live know for? how long Brit normally how long she, her post normally was it lasts like five for. minutes? Was yeah, it like an hour? I don't know. I don't know. But anytime that there's big news in the morning, right? Like when I wake up and I start checking things, anytime there's big Britney news, I'll always go to her Instagram and it's yeah. gone. Right. Yeah. Like so I don't know when she's doing it and how long it lasts. But uh so Brittany, the the latest thing that she's saying now, uh just to sort of recap that is that the conservatorship was not her dad's idea, uh, because she says her dad was not smart enough to think of it and that it was all her mom. Hmm. Uh because I know that her dad is the one that's been really had the bad rap all through this, right? That and maybe he was because the one in control. I haven't been following the story as much, but I was under the assumption that her mom like was on her side, like she, that they, the two of them had a good relationship. I, I had, a, I had thought that too, but again, I'm with you. I wasn't so deep into the free Britney movement where I knew yeah. the relationships with everybody involved. But, but you know, when you read the story, her dad was really the one at the top of everything. Sure. It seemed like it was all, it was all the dad. And then that stuff came out about her sister, Jamie Lynn and everything else. But, uh, but no, Britney's pinning, wow. it, pinning it all on her mom. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, oh, here, I want to play this for you. Or I want to get your take on this. So Ice Ice Baby, it's the anniversary of Ice Ice Baby today mm-hmm. by Vanilla Ice. Uh, when it hit number one on the pop singles charts, it was the first rap single ever to hit number one on the pop singles charts. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. How long ago was that, Mocha? When like. did Ice Ice Baby hit number one? What year? What year? 19... 19- 89. Oh, so close. Okay. So close. What do you say, Maury? I was going to say 1993. You say 1993. No, I remember being in school. Yeah. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> you were in school for a lot of yeah, years. School for a lot no, of- but I remember being in class and all of us at the back of the class with a cool kid sat. Right. They were listening to it. Right. So 1990 is when oh, it hit number okay. one. See? Wow. Yeah. So not 90. Do you not remember being in school in 1990 or were you not in school in 1990? No, no. I remember that because the only year I know how to say in French is 1986, 1987. Right. Well, what does that have to do what with does this? that have to do with 1990? No, that or I remember being in school before 1990. <laughs> But you don't remember being in school in 1990? No, I do not. Okay, that's the question. Jeez, <laughs> man. It's not difficult to answer a simple question. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, one of the uh, camera operators on Rust, this was the Alec Baldwin movie in New Mexico where the um, uh, cinematographer um, was shot and killed as well as the director. Um, 
the story was that the day before this happened, because of safety concerns and concerns and a lot of other complaints, that camera operators walked off the set, and then non-union uh, camera operators were brought in to sort of finish off the week. And one of those uh, camera operators, uh, Lane Looper, uh, who was one of the people that walked off the set, um, was just on Good Morning America talking about uh, the safety concerns that they had that forced them off the set. So here is uh, here's Lane Looper. You know, you actually weren't on set the day of the shooting. You resigned the day before for several reasons, including safety concerns. Specify what those safety concerns were. Well, what I put in my resignation letter was uh, lax COVID policies, uh, the housing situation driving to and from Albuquerque, uh, and specifically gun safety, a lack of rehearsals, a lack of, you know, preparing the crew for for what we were doing that day. Your claims there have been disputed by uh, Therese Davis, who was a costume designer. She made she made a fo- posting on Facebook. We had several safety meetings, she said, sometimes multiple per day. Even the producers have said that they only had three safety meetings by the time I left the show, and that included the day of the shooting. Um, I only personally remember two safety meetings that involved the entire crew. Uh, If there was a safety meeting, I was left out of it, if there were any more than the two. The producers also said your claims are patently false. They say you had nothing to do with their knowledge of safety protocols, and they conclude it's truly awful to see some using this tragedy for personal gain. How do you respond to that? Yeah, so there's no personal gain in this for me. I'm kind of sticking my neck out here. I don't want to be on camera. I have a pretty unique perspective in that I, I, it's important that I be a part of safety as the head of the camera department for protecting the camera, protecting the camera operators, knowing what the shot is. You know, it's very important that I play a role in safety. I, I actually had to take classes in Los Angeles in order to get my union card. And wow. part of that um, uh, statement from the costume designer that uh, they mentioned there, Therese Davis, uh, she posted uh, a bunch of stuff last night. And then Alec Baldwin actually reposted yeah. her statements on Instagram where she did claim that there were several, sometimes multiple meetings a day when it did come to uh, safety. She also says the story being spun of us being overworked and surrounded by unsafe, chaotic conditions is BS, is what she said. Uh, she said our assistant director never seem flippant about safety uh he may have in other shows but he wasn't like that on ours uh these producers who supposedly don't care about their crew have worked tires tirelessly alongside us uh they were some of the most approachable and warm producers i've ever worked with so uh that is the sort of Two back and stories. forth now that's going on between um uh crew members but on, to this, that, uh, on that film like this guy this lane looper who was on good morning america today, yeah. uh maybe you know to his point he wasn't involved in all the meetings that took place. And this other person that posted on Facebook or whatever it was Facebook, right? Right. Yeah. That then Alec Baldwin tweeted yeah. out. Maybe that person was in every single meeting, right? I mean, so I you're going to hear different stories from geez, everybody sure, working on that movie. Sure. But right now you have a camera operator and a costume designer going back yeah. and forth about what they knew. And, uh, and it's not looking, it's not looking good. I think there's going to be a whole lot more of that, oh, uh, of that back and forth. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Millie Bobby Brown. Stranger Tings. Stranger Tings. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown is now Instagram official with uh, John Bon Jovi's son. Oh, really? Yes. Okay, then. Yes. Uh, Jake Bon Jovi. Uh huh. Because Bon Jovi's real last name is Bon Jovi. 
Okay. It's uh, B-O-N-G-I-O-V-I. What's his first name again? Oh, John. John. Right. So it's a, It's not Bon Jovi, Bon Giovi. No, no. It's like a, his first name's not Bon Jovi, and then no. last name is Bon Giovi. Right. Bon Jovi, Bon Giovi. Yeah. Right. That would have been pretty badass. That would have been. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, his son, Jake Bon Jovi. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Millie Bobby Brown, 17. Jake Bon Jovi, uh, 19. Uh, Instagram official. Now, he had posted on his Instagram a bunch of pictures of the two of them. Yeah. Right. But it wasn't until Millie posted on her Instagram oh. of the two of them together that She's they the officially star. became right. official. But was she asked about it and she just like denied or just said, yeah, we're, he's cool. We just, you know, hang yeah, out. And yeah, stuff. yeah, I don't know. I don't mm. know. I don't know what the situation was, but. So it's only Instagram official when both parties post and no, acknowledge? I think it's only Instagram official when the big, when the bigger star posts about it, to be okay. honest with you. So, you know what I mean? Millie Bobby Brown. Because he's, he's apparently got a bunch of pictures of the two of them together on his that Insta. nobody cared about. And, and nobody called him Instagram official <sighs> until Millie Bobby Brown posted on her oh. Instagram making them Instagram official. Oh, that hurts Bungie Right? right? <laughs> What's his name? Jake? Jake. Jake. Jake Bungie That sucks, yeah. dude. I know, man. That's not good, right? <laughs> it's like, yo... It's been like six months. I know, I know, I know. It's been out there I know. on my Why feed. Why am I the only one posting? It makes me feel weird. Yeah. Like it makes you feel like you don't want people to know we're together, yeah. right? Do you talk about me? Yeah. <laughs> like do you tell like when your friends ask? Do you Listen, say, like, I just what do you posted say? a picture of the two of us and you didn't even like it. <laughs> it's like working with Maury. Oh. 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 Speaking of. Oh. Yeah. You want to say it louder? Hold on. Say it, say it oh, I said I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that. Yeah. Um, he has just over 200,000 followers. That's a lot of followers though. She has forty six million followers. Right, yeah, she's the she's the one that stands something star. official, not him. Yeah. Right, that's <laughs> Sorry, unfortunate. Jake. Sorry, Jake. What did you get <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Well, Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson have spent the last two nights together. Oh, they're dating. So last night they joined a group of friends for dinner at uh, a hotspot in uh, New York called Zero Bond. But they did arrive separately. So Pete got there uh, the first. At a restaurant called what? Uh, zero Bond. Oh, uh, Zero Bond. It's not like you said Zero Bond. No, Zero Bond. Uh, so Pete like, got there first. Can I get first. a bun with this? No, you get, have no buns Zero here. buns, man. <laughs> uh, read the sign, brother. Uh, so, and then Kim strolled in like 10 minutes later. Mm-hmm. And then the night before... Apparently, Pete took Kim to his like favorite pizzeria back in Staten Island. So oh. they were like out there doing their pizza things, right? Pizza things in his hometown. Yo, they're dating. You think so? Huh? Yeah, yeah. And I uh, didn't think after the weekend that they spent at the theme park, yeah, where they were pictured on the same roller coaster and they're holding hands. Yes, and they were there with Travis Barker and Kim's sister Courtney. Right. Double date style? Yeah, that's what it looked like to me. It, I thought maybe okay, whatever. They're freaking out. She's freaking out on the, on the roller coaster, and she quickly like reaches over, grabs his hand. Could have been that too. Could have been, been that too. Yeah. But now, after that, plus two more dates. Right. But it's all. It all started though when they kissed on SNL, right? Oh, In the Aladdin segment. That was a good kiss too. Yeah. Sparks like that flew. Sparks flew. Absolutely. Or do you have a restaurant that you only you know take a date to, like a like a, a sort date? Of- like, do you have like a romance? A date. <laughs> the man's been with the same woman. A date. 12 years, bro. Like a romantic restaurant that you'll only go to. No. No. Without friends. No. 
No, I don't. Why, do you? Why? No, I, I'm just saying, like, Kim Kardashian, like, obviously Pete Davidson had this place in mind. I'm no. just wondering if you had a place you'd take your date no. to. <laughs> no, get out of here, man. <laughs> Stop talking about my dating life. It's super weird. Uh, no, I don't. I don't have a favorite place. Uh, and I've never really had a favorite place, to be honest with you. Um, and even when I was dating all those years ago, it was, uh, like... There was a Tex-Mex place around the corner for me that I used to go to a lot, I guess, because mm. I liked their hot sauce. That yeah. was really Mine it. Mine was a CN Tower restaurant. Wow. <laughs> Danny Warbucks over here. I know. You got that kind of I money. Know. I can't this even what, eat at the CN Tower yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, this is why you're broke today more, is because <laughs> you tried to woo people at the CN Tower restaurant in your 20s. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Jay-Z does an interview. There's a, that 11-year-old um, uh, broadcaster um, named Jasmine. She does a uh, show called Jazzy's World. So I yeah. guess she got some time with Jay-Z and, and asked Jay-Z what his secrets to success were. Listen to this. Hey, guys, it's Jazzy, and I'm here in New York City, and we're about to interview Mr. Sean Carter. Let's go. To all the kids that have dreams of being successful like you, what advice could you give them? Being successful like me? Mm-hmm. Okay, believe in yourself. Even for anyone else believes in you. you got that ultimate confidence like you do. You're very confident. Thank you. Yeah. And just, just believe in yourself. Okay. So confidence and believe in yourself three times. Okay. So number one and number three were the same. Exact same. Right? <laughs> I know you're talking to a kid, right? Sure. And you just want to be encouraging, right? But when you're only going to give the kid three points, two of them can't be the same. Come on, Hove. You've right. been in the game a long time. You've done a lot of interviews, bro. Right? Right? Even a, like a prepared answer for something like this. Right. Just a different variation. Yes. Yeah. Let's also, play. 11 year old yeah, got an man. interview with yeah, Jay Z? Yeah, of course. It's how the world works now, man. Dog, you know how, how long works. I've been trying to get an interview with Jay Z? Yeah, it's how it works. Ellen, uh, Ellen started all that when she started putting those two little girls on the Grammys red carpet. And then they, everybody, all the big stars would only talk to those two little girls. And now every kid reporter with a YouTube channel gets to interview Jay Z. Uh, <sighs> uh, I need to start a YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah, play the, play the clip again for me, please. Hey guys, it's Jazzy. And I'm here in New York City. And we're about to interview Mr. Sean Carter. Let's go. To all the kids that have dreams of being successful like you, what advice could you give them? Being successful like me, mm-hmm. okay, believe in yourself, even for anyone else believes in you. you got that ultimate confidence like you do. You're very confident. Thank you. Yeah. And just, just believe in yourself. <laughs> Come on, Jay. I love it. I One love it. One of the it. greatest rappers alive. Yep. That's all it takes. <laughs> One nah, of the most, on. you know, the, the, the famous thing about Jay-Z is that he can step into a recording booth. He doesn't write any of his rhymes down. Everything right. just comes off the top of the dome. Right. Right? If you believe that story. Allegedly. <laughs> and then he does this interview with an 11-year-old and yeah. spits the two lines <laughs> yeah, that are man. exactly the same Listen, when within you're ta- 10 seconds. Yeah, you got to be positive at that point. You turn into, he's not Jay-Z, the, the, the rapper. He's Jay-Z, know, the dad at that moment, right? You know, you got to treat an 11-year-old like an 11-year-old and just sort of do your part. Give them a good clip. Uh, I just think that if you're going to give three points, give three different points, <laughs> even to an 11-year-old. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Joe Exotic, Tiger King, uh, has been uh, diagnosed with an aggressive form of prostate cancer. He uh, released a statement that said, is with a sad face that I have to tell you that the doctors called me in today to break the news that my prostate biopsy came back and with an aggressive cancer. I'm still waiting on the results uh, from the other tests as well. And he concluded saying, uh, right now, I don't want anyone's pity. So this oh, wow. uh, right ahead of the uh, season two of Tiger King about to drop on Netflix. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. 
Hey, can you confirm that Jay-Z deleted his Instagram? I was just going to say, Jay-Z deleted his Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Because I went to check today to see how many additional followers. Last I checked, he was at 1.5 million. Yeah. He only had one post. Beyonce was the only person that he was following and vice versa. Yes. So I went to Beyonce's IG. Right. And her follower or who she's following is down to zero again. Right. So, so what happened? So he Hove, he only on. started Instagram to promote The Harder They Fall, which is that uh, Netflix Western. Mm -hmm. And now that it's released, no more Instagram. So he had IG for one day. Yeah. 1.5 million. Yeah, to get the word followers. out quickly that uh, The Harder They Fall was dropping on Netflix. And he the quickest way to do that is to join IG and to let 1.5 million people know. That's where else you how much are you going to pay for that advertising if you actually hired it out? To get the word out to 1.5 million. Again, Hall of Right? That's all you got to do. An email address is all it costs them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's it. So, yeah. So, uh, Jay-Z off Instagram. Do you think his uh, Insta or his email address is, like, super simple? Yes. Like, Jay-Z at gmail.com? Yes. Or Hove at gmail.com? No, I think... Maybe he's know, got all of them. No, you know what? I think he's probably got his own domain, like, uh, like from one of his companies kind of thing. Like sean.carter at rocknation.com. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not the real hove at right. yahoo.com. Exactly, yeah. Maybe he's using one that, like, people very, rarely use. Or maybe, maybe. Do you think that, uh, do you think that uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce are that, that, the kind of couple that, like, share an email address? You know, like some B and J? Yeah, you know, some couples do that, like, when they have, like, a shared Instagram account. <laughs> no. You don't think so? Don't think so. You don't think they're sharing an email? No? Actually, yes. Yeah. Because Beyonce got to keep tabs. Yeah, that's true. Oh, right. yes, right. After the elevator incident. They may not share, but she knows how to use his, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine what Jay-Z's DMs looked like in that first day? Oh. That's hey, Ho. why. Oh, right. remember me? You know what I'm saying? Cherise from Brooklyn? Exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Once the civilians can get a hold of you. Yeah. And you got a, you got a wife with trust issues. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> See ya. She probably, woke, Beyonce probably woke up yesterday and yeah. was like, so the movie's out. Yeah. He's like, yeah. She's like, you might as well just go ahead and just delete that IG account now. Yep. That's exactly it. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, in the wake of cinematographer uh, Helena Hutchins uh, being shot and killed on the Alec Baldwin set of the movie Rust he was filming, uh, Dwayne Johnson has vowed to do his part to make sure that this type of thing uh, never happens again. This is uh, Dwayne talking to uh, Variety. First of all, I was heartbroken when I read that. And it was the kind of story you read and you're like, wait, am I reading this right? Did this really happen? You know, we lost a life. So my heart goes out to her family. And as we move forward, I think that there are new protocols and new measures, safety measures that we should take, um, especially uh, in the wake of what just happened. Any movie that we have moving forward with Seven Bucks Productions, any movie, any television show, uh, or anything we do or produce, we won't use real guns at all. We're going to switch over to rubber guns, and we're just going to we're going to take care of it in post. We're not going to worry about the dollars. We won't worry about, worry about what it costs. Uh, because, and I will tell you too, also, you know, I love the movie business. There are safety protocols and measures that we have always taken in the movie business that we take very seriously. And these sets are safe sets, we're, and we're proud of that. Um, but accidents do happen, and when something like this happens, this magnitude, this heartbreaking. 
uh, I think the most prudent thing and the smartest thing to do is just pause for a second and re really re-examine how you're going to move forward and how we're going to work together. Mm. So rubber guns for uh, Dwayne Johnson moving forward, doing Smart everything move. in post. Uh, the armorer on uh, the set of Rust is also now coming out to say that uh, it might have been sabotage where somebody deliberately... Um, yeah. that's one of the things that she's claiming now that somebody, uh, might've deliberately put a bullet in the gun. So that's how fast the story is oh, changing. With geez, that. That's so sad. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha show podcast. podcast, Green Bay Packers quarterback, Aaron Rodgers is going to miss the, uh, game on Sunday against Kansas city, uh, after testing positive for COVID-19. Now ESPN reports that Rodgers had petitioned the NFL to have quote, an alternative treatment count as vaccination, but the NFL denied his request. Um, and considered him unvaccinated since the beginning of the season. Mm. And he was asked if he was vaccinated. And his answer was, yes, I've been immunized. So mm. people assume two things. One, he just said he was vaccinated in a weird way. Or two, he had COVID and then felt that he was immunized from already having COVID, that he built up the natural immunity oh. to it. So that was part of the answer. Uh, there is no vaccine mandate for NFL players. Oh. Okay. Um, and only a handful of stadiums actually require fans to show proof of vaccination to go in. Um, vaccinated players who test positive and are asymptomatic can return after two negative tests a full day apart. Unvaccinated players who test positive, on the other hand, are required to do a 10-day isolation. Um, so, that so what's he going to do then? 10-day isolation. Oh, okay. Right, mandatory 10-day isolation. Because he only so, said he was... Immunized, immunized, vaccinated. Right, correct. So, huh. uh, yeah. So it might not have been any different had he been vaccinated sure. and still got COVID. Like it may wind up, it may still have wound up being 10 days. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but as it is right now, it's mandatory. Even if he comes back with a negative test tomorrow and is asymptomatic, he still has to take the 10 days. Hmm. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, Andy Cohen was on the talk yesterday and... Talking about Real Housewives of Dubai because they just announced Real Housewives of Dubai. Yeah. So listen to a little bit of this conversation. Uh, it starts off just sort of general talk about what life is like in Dubai and what the show is going to be like. Uh, but at the end, Jerry O'Connell asks a question about uh, one of the rumors of a potential housewife uh, who already, as we know, lives in Dubai. And listen to Andy Cohen's reaction to this. The Real Housewives are going international. What? They are going to yes. Dubai. I mean, I have been to Dubai, Andy. It is Vegas on steroids. So yes. what is this cast going to be like? And how are you going to pull this off? It's, it's a billionaire's playground. They're a group of friends. It's great. We haven't announced the cast yet. But we're very excited about them, and they're a group of friends, and uh, Bravo will kill me if I say much more, but you've got to watch what happens. And I'm very excited, though, because as you say, it is like Vegas on steroids, and it's the, the wealth there, I think, makes it something that people are going to be very curious about from, from the get-go. Well, and it's okay. so interesting culturally because it's they're very buttoned up. You know, like the women have to be, you know, wearing their hijabs, but then there's open prostitution in certain places. So it's very bizarre. So um, I just want to say, I'm going to throw that out there. I know you yeah. can't say a lot because Bravo has rules and all that stuff and you haven't announced anything, but Lindsay Lohan does live in Dubai, oh. Real Housewives, potentially. Oh. 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 Maybe, Andy? 
Come on. Don't Let say me it. tell you something. <laughs> no, it's, it's a good idea, Jerry. It's a good idea. <laughs> Hold on, Lindsay Lohan on Real Housewives of Dubai? Yeah, she because she lives in Dubai, right? So what he said was that it's a really good idea. Oh, but he didn't say yes. Well, no, he didn't but say he yes, didn't but say he, no. exactly, exactly. Huh. Why else would they do Housewives in Dubai if you didn't have a marquee name? Yeah. Right? Hmm. Why else do that? Like, I understand, like, the, the sort of allure, and yeah, it's like this sort of opulent, you know, billionaire's playground, as they were talking about, and yeah. the you cultural see, differences. You want to see how that money plays out. You want to see how that money plays out. But do you do that show if you don't have a name attached to it? I don't know if you do, to be honest with you. And it'll get people along. If you have a name, somebody yeah. like Lindsay Lohan. Right. Uh, it'll get people talking right. and watching. Really. So, yeah. So uh, that's what uh, a lot of people are talking about. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, Ryan Reynolds basically clarifying why he said that he was taking a sabbatical. So if you remember, he finished that uh, Apple TV Plus uh, movie called Spirited, which is the adaptation of uh, A Christmas Carol mm -hmm. that he did with Will Ferrell. Um, yes. And he had said, uh, it's the perfect time for a little sabbatical for movie making. I'm going to miss every second of working with this obscenely gifted group of creators and artists. Uh, and then when he was at an event, I believe last night, talking to The Hollywood Reporter, he confirmed uh, by saying, I'm just trying to create a little bit more space uh, for my family. Uh, and then he goes on to say, you know, you really don't get that time back. So he's got three little kids. Yeah. Um, and as far as how long the sabbatical goes, could be a year of just not making movies. But I think he's just got so many projects out like that have still not come out that I don't think that you'll even really notice that he took a year off, yeah. to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, this isn't like sounding... next week is the uh, the Red Notice movie that he's in with right. Gal Gadot and The Rock yeah, on exactly. Netflix, right? And then, he's got, and then he's got this one coming out. So he's still got movies coming out. He's just not going to take any jobs for a little yeah. while. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. And now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. Time to get through some questions that you've been asking. First, we're going to head to the phones. Hello, Anita. Hey, how are you? Good. Welcome to the Raza Mocha Show. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thanks. Uh, what is your question for the room? Okay, so my question is, if you could remove three minor inconveniences from your life, what would they be? Hmm. Well, what's your answer? What are your three? Okay, so my first one is, I would love to never have hiccups again because they hurt and I'm like, a screaming hiccuper. Same girl. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, Ro yeah, Roz, when Roz hiccups, it sounds like he's about to take his last breath. Yeah. <laughs> Are you the same way, Anita? Yeah, pretty much. Like, they just, like, screech and they come out and it's like a mix of a scream and a, like, a... Uh, like, high, yeah. high pitch or... Uh, it's not fun. Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> like, when Roz does a hiccup, he's like... <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's just sometimes when I drink, like, a can of Perrier or something. When I actually have the hiccups, yeah. it is far worse. It's oh, really? far worse. Worse than that? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah what does it sound yeah. like? It's just, it sounds is it, like is that. It a quick burst? It's or is demonic. It a, no, it's oh, demonic. It's a long, like, inhale? It is a long, inhale? yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. husband says he has reverse hiccups. Which is what? For some, like, I guess. Like, like he blows out? <laughs> <laughs> like, what does that mean? Every time he hiccups, he's like, you see? They're backwards. No, backwards would be, <gasps> Yeah, that's no, what no, he no, does. no, no, no. That that's that's you still suck in on a hiccup. <gasps> you suck in on a hiccup. Reverse to be you 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 exhale on a hiccup. Like take a breath in. Now make the hiccup sound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 How does that you spread COVID? <laughs> yeah, that's like the that's like uh, years ago. Catherine uh, looked at me when I was whistling, and she's like, uh, she goes, "Oh, you're one of those weird people that blows out when you whistle." And I go, <laughs> I go, I go. Excuse in. me. She goes, well, everybody blows in when they whistle. 
like that. And I was like, I was like, what? I was no. like, you can blow it, suck in when you whistle, but, but most people. But you need people, that air to be able to but whistle. But I was like, I was like, most people blow out when they whistle, but she sucks in when she whistles. So and she it goes, still makes the same noise? Yeah, like this. That's me sucking in when I whistle. No, it's not. Yeah, Do it, it is. again. Watch. I'll, 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 I'll whistle blowing out. Uh-huh. And now I'll suck in it. Bro, you have you ever thought of going for um, Canada's Got Talent? No, why? You can't suck in and whistle? Uh, no. Really? No. Can you, Shem? Oh, my God, Shem. Yeah. Shem's uh, doing it. Yeah. 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 What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so that was one of the that was one of those, those weird things. <laughs> no, I can't. No. Okay, so so what minor inconveniences? I'm with you on peeing. Uh, if I could just do away with peeing and just sweat it out. Oh, what about uh, blowing your nose? Uh, yeah, I would like to not have to blow my nose. Yes. I oh, say, I was gonna say go spelling. Spelling. How's that a minor inconvenience, though? Like, That's not if, a minor inconvenience. Like if, if spelling didn't matter, then it. Well, just, spelling will always it's matter. It's an inconvenience to me. And me. <laughs> and um, everybody else. Uh, you know what I would say? I wish I could never have again. What? Chap lips. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. I just wish I never, I could never have, I would never have chap Dating lips ever noses. again. Do you put like um, like lip balm or anything before you Very, go to bed? No, 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 no. No, never no, before you go to no, bed? No, 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 no. You yeah, do, huh? Always. I, go, I do it before night. we go for a walk with the dog. I put something on Because you're out there licking, right? Yeah. Licking those lips yeah. when you're walking around in the cold. <laughs> What, seeing how they're like hot dudes walk by? <laughs> yeah, that's, I just, he didn't finish his sentence. Like, He's like, you're out there licking. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, if that was a sentence, then the answer is no. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Maury, Maury Lowkey just a couple of minutes ago said nosebleeds. How many yeah. nosebleeds are you getting? <laughs> I get them often. Do you? I get them often. You've never had one in here. I have had one in here. Have you? Uh, you you made fun of me once when I came running back in with toilet paper hanging out my nose. Oh, right. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah. But that was like one time. Yeah, nosebleeds. Yeah, I guess I would put nosebleeds. That's Sitting a minor at red inconvenience. Lights. Getting red lights. Sitting at red lights. Or traffic. That's a minor inconvenience for me, to me, To least. me, traffic is a major inconvenience, not a minor that's, inconvenience. That's, that's not minor. Like, like having my Like having to tie your shoes is a minor inconvenience. I would say traffic's a major that. inconvenience. Okay, so red lights. Lights. Red lights. Yeah, sure. Red oh, lights. Oh, having to wait yeah. for people who are crossing the road. And when you want to make a turn, either left or right. Oh, yes. Pimples. Pimples. Oh, that's good a good one. one. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Yes. I get leg pimples sometimes. Yeah, it's the worst. Huh? Yeah. They're like those ingrown hairs. They you go get my one leg of, and you, then it rubs against the pajama pants. And it hurts. <laughs> 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 when you get an ingrown hair um, on the inside of your thigh and you're wearing jeans, and that little bugger rubs up against that seam of the jean when you're walking, it is, an, it is enough pain to almost make you want to pass out. And then you take your pants off finally at the end of your day, and you're like, oh, my God, what horror show am I oh. going to, like, find down there? And you see it, and it is the smallest, tiniest little thing that was causing you that much pain all day long. Anita, I'm going to ask you this and ask everybody else in the room. Yes. Have you guys ever on Instagram, because you bring up ingrown hair. Yeah. I know, like, people are fascinated with, like, pimple-popping videos. Yeah. Have you ever gone on Instagram and just done a search for ingrown hair? And no. just see, like, what videos pop up? No. Oh, no. Don't do no, it, guys. why would I? I'm not going to so soil gross. my Instagram with that. So they, come up on my tic- they come up on my TikTok on my Ingrown on my hair? Yeah. Videos? Those oh, ones and the p- pimple so ones come gross. Out. Yeah, yeah, God. no, no. Uh, Rock, as, a, as a reward, if Roxy does, like, well on a report card and stuff like that, I'll let her go at my back. 
How many pimples do you get on your back? No, no, it's just like she'll just, she reaches around and just like puts like rubs her hand on it and then she'll find like a tiny little bump and then she just starts squeezing and sometimes stuff comes out ah, of it. gross. Right, you yeah. She's, both her and Catherine will sit behind me and like go for it. Like they will go at me. They're searching me. for treasure? Yeah, basically, yes. Why don't you for the stocking stuff forget that utensil that people use to pop pencil pimples? What is it? What utensil is it's it? It's some sort of, oh. um, it looks like a mini, teeny, tiny little uh, sort of, I guess, Wrench, wrench. Yeah, but it's yeah, yeah. No, he's, he's kind of right. It looks like um, like the end of a of a needle. Like you know where you go to thread the needle. Yeah. Right. So it's a uh, it's metal. Yeah. And then that part where let's say the needle where you put the thread in that yeah. hole, you press that up against like the pimple or the blackhead, and you push down on the skin. Right. And all the stuff squeezes out through that. <laughs> so oh, gross. really? That huh? could yeah. be your Christmas present to them. I should. You're right. I should get them that. Yeah, they would love that. But yeah, no, they go out my back all the time. Damn. All the time. They love it. Hey, Anita, yeah. uh, this question was great. The answers have been, like, uh, pretty gross. Yeah. <laughs> oh, brushing my teeth is another one. If I never had a to brush minor, my teeth, yeah, mm, it's a minor inconvenience. Minor inconvenience. Oh, I was going to sure. add in the feeling oh, yeah. of still having to pee after you pee. You need to see a urologist. <laughs> you may have gonorrhea. That's medical. Yeah, sir. I would like to. I would like to never have gonorrhea ever again. <laughs> is basically what you're asking, right? I would never like to have a bladder infection or a UTI. <laughs> Better watch your extracurriculars. Yeah, because yeah, you don't change your underpants more. You probably you probably lived with a UTI for most of your adult life and just don't know it yet. No idea. That's why you get all them nosebleeds. Yeah. Yo, Anita, thank you so much. We love you, girl. Thank you, guys. I love right. you so thank much. You. Take love care. You have lots. a good day. Bye bye. You too. Bye. Toronto luxury fashion brand. Oh. That's <laughs> this question. That's their handle? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. I wonder if it's probably just a way for us to shout them out, right? Yeah. Toronto luxury fashion brand. <laughs> if you can go back in time to change one moment in your life, where would you go and what would you change? That is such a broad question. My God. Oh, I, like you automatically I think like I would, money though, things, to be right? Honest with you, mine's not a funny one. It's a serious one. If you want it, sure. The time that I told my friend Lorne that I was gay, and he told me to get out of his car and drove away and never ever spoke to me ever again, I would change that and I would stand up for myself and have you know said something and acted. What would you have said? But what would you, so so you told your friend Lorne? You guys were driving around your car in his car. Yeah, we used to drive around. How old? We were how like old the were best you? of friends. How old were you? Um, I would have been like 16. Okay. And we used to love listening to Buju Banton. Okay. So you guys driving around listening to Buju Banton. He had it on right? CD and he was driving okay. his dad's Lexus. Right. And you're feeling particularly gay this day. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so you decide to, you decide to what? While you were there bonding with your best friend. Yeah. And we, you decide... we were at a red light and I just said, I have to tell you something. I, you need to know I'm gay. Yeah. And he was like, can you get out of my car, please? Really? Wow. No, like full discussion. That was like the one thing he it. said. Yeah. He's like, can you get it? And then you never talk to him again. Still to this. So you got out of the car and he drove away. He drove away. So here's my question, though. What would you have done differently, though? Not get out of the car and said, let's talk about this. Okay. But he was like, for him, that conversation ended when you said what you said. So I feel like you But I opened the car door and I listened to him. I could have easily have not opened that car door. What would he have done? But what what do you think would have gone yeah. differently, though, is what I'm asking. If this was a type of guy, okay, that would kick you out of the car as soon as you said that you were gay and literally never speak to you again, mm-hmm. what do you think would have happened differently had you not got out of the car? At least like, I would have, if I were to listen to this question and yeah, gone back, yeah. not, you know, been a stronger person back then, right. at least I maybe would have said something or got something off my chest. You know, at least I if, would have been able to say, you sure, know, after all, you after all this something. time, screw. Oh, 
you. Yeah. You and should. It, it, it didn't yeah. matter yes, what I his reaction was. He still would have got out of the car. Yes, as opposed to just quietly getting out and closing the door politely. Right. Like you did something wrong. Right, right, right. Do you still stalk him on Facebook? No, no, no. Oh, you don't know? No. Well, I mean, he lost a ton of weight. He looks great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so how do you know that? Oh, because I'm friends, Facebook friends with his sister. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. And so he's never reached out no. after that. No. Never. Never. But I understand what you're saying. I understand. Wow. You, you, you maybe not have, you, you wouldn't have changed his mind. Yeah. But you would have felt better. You, you felt that you did something wrong where you said, I'm gay. And he said, get out. And you would have stood up for yours. I get that. I yeah. get that. That's And that's something to live with too. You know what I mean? Like you probably have played that conversation out in your head. I don't know how many times. Oh, uh, many times. Yeah, yeah. Many, many times. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I've never, I don't know if I've been and in. in the same light, if it wasn't that time, I would have gone back to the time where I used to hang out with my friend Trevor. Right. And we used to um, drip hot wax on each other's backs and wow. give each other massages. And I used to try and go further, and he said that he wasn't gay. Right. But he was the he was a bigger Madonna fan than me. Right. He's gay now. Oh! He would have pushed <laughs> Wait, a little harder with he Trevor? Wasn't, he would have pushed harder. <laughs> right. He wasn't gay back then? Oh, no, he was. He wasn't ready to come out yet oh. so i would have been i would have at yeah. least maybe grilled him a little bit more right so you so so when you and your straight friend were hanging out dripping candle wax on each other and listening to madonna um and he said he was not gay <laughs> when you were dripping hot wax right <laughs> Who suggests this? Like, how does that happen? It's his idea. He's like, you know what I really love? I love when there's like hot wax stripped on me if I'm getting a massage. Yeah. Wow. That's not, but who does that in a massage? Like who gets hot wax stripped on them in a normal massage? (laughs) Right? So shirts off, obviously. Pants on or off? Pants were off, underwear on. Okay. So you guys sitting around. So he suggests sitting around. He's lying face down in my couch. Yeah. See, I don't blame you on this one, man. If somebody looked at me and said, "Hey, listen, why don't we get into our underpants? We'll put Madonna on, and you and me, you and me can drip hot wax on each other." And if I went, "Oh, you're gay," and if it, I would not be expecting him to go, "No," <laughs> you know, you know, what I, mean? I just like, like the feeling. Yeah. Man. Like, I, like I don't think you're at fault on this one, more. Like, no. I think just reading mm. the signs. Uh, so you would have what you would have. I would have, have. I would have like maybe got off his back. Did he know? Got <laughs> Wait, were you straddling him? Like yes. you were sitting? Like well, he's lying down. Do he's that? lying down. You're sitting on his butt, I thought right? That was assumed. Right, right. Uh-huh. Yeah, man. Okay, so hold on here. Did he know you were gay? Oh yes. Okay. Yeah. So you were like his gay buddy. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and then so you're giving him a massage and also dripping hot, hot wax, wax on his back. Right. Okay. Yeah. So obviously he wasn't ready to come out, but he knew you were gay, so he wanted to do gay stuff. Mm-hmm. And but he, he felt couldn't. Safe. But he felt safe. He felt right. Safe. And but he if couldn't I do that. About it, then it was like, no, man, I'm. Not gay, right? Right. And I'm like, which I, I think happens to a lot of people though before they come out. Not right? when they're listening to Madonna dripping hot wax on each other. Or, or, enough, or do enough, you think? Enough. Do you think maybe he told you that he wasn't gay because he knew that maybe you were attracted to him and he wasn't attracted to you and didn't want to hurt your feelings? He just wanted to mess around a little, perhaps. Unlike my, my friend Lauren, where we don't talk, I still talk to Trevor often, and he still yearly apologizes for that. Does he really? He's yeah. like, yeah. he's, like wow. he's like, if can you imagine if only, if only, wow, right. you have a if only in your what life. What do you mean if only? <laughs> I have it was a only. potential at that time. Yeah, I know, but he wasn't ready. He wasn't, but but wasn't ready, so he's he fantasizes about if you guys went further that day. Yeah, now he's like, I'm so sorry. Can you imagine if only? Wow. What, what's your answer? Interesting. Back to him? I'd be like, well, I mean, we had the hot wax. Yeah, and, and you guys are both virgins then too, right? I assume. Yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, yeah. He's super young. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. I don't have one of those stories. I don't have a. Uh, 
a hot wax Madonna. No, I don't. I'm trying to think if I have one of those stories. <laughs> no. uh, yeah, so I think that that answers the question. I don't really, I don't know if I would go back and, and, and relive sort of anything and do it any differently. Certainly, I don't have those moments like Maury did where I was um, replaying a conversation where I really wanted to stand up for myself uh, over the years. I don't know. Do you have anything like that, Mocha? No, no. because I look at my story? life. Huh? You don't have a hot wax? No, 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 because I look at my life now and I would fear that if I went back to change anything, You'd even mess like it up. the smallest thing that could have consequences which may not lead my life to this point Thank right you. now. Thank right? you. That's so what I, I fear most. Yeah, I wouldn't want to mess. I wouldn't want to mess yeah. with that. Don't want to mess know, with the there timeline. Are those, but there are often times that you, I agree, there are, you don't want to mess up what you have now, but there are times where you're like, you know, I would have done this differently. Of course, yeah, but I don't know if it's worth but it to go back still, and fix that, though. You do sure. something differently and it could still affect the it's outcome the of your life right effect. now. It's the back to the future. Yeah, effect. like what if you stood up for yourself in that car that day? And because you stood up for yourself in that car that day, you built the confidence that you got years later, very early on. And maybe you don't, you're not with Matthew anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. Or if, if hot wax got, I would like if something you happened, would be with, him. be with him. Yeah. You guys would still be burning each other with candles. <laughs> <laughs> burn, more burn. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jem Lowe says here, what's something that's popular that you just don't understand why people like? Drake. Wrestling. <laughs> yo, yo, both of you guys just stabbed Shem in the heart at the exact same time. Did we say the same thing? No, no. I said I said Drake. Oh, I said wrestling. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I never Drake. understood. Like I I get that wrestling, it's fun to watch or whatever. I sure. just don't my God, people are really it's into it. It's interesting, though, and I know that we've we've leaned very gay on this podcast, um, but it's interesting that you wouldn't find anything enjoyable about wrestling. Like, because to me, aesthetically, it's sort of... Not the WWE one, but yeah. I, like the, the uh, what do you call it, the MMA stuff. Yeah. Like the UFC, that's sexy. When they're actually hurting each other, you find that sexy? I find that sexy. You but do. But the wrestling one, the, it just seems both, a little bit more In both, like, they're staging. both still kind of wearing the same style it's of hot guys rubbing on each other right like oiled up yeah swole for some reason the the ufc ones are sexier right like maybe those guys are real right okay yeah. interesting that's interesting mm. uh so maury says uh wrestling uh uh for me drake you know mm -hmm. uh drake and i would even throw kanye in there i just don't have i don't have that thing that allows me to enjoy kanye west uh but drake to me is the one that i would say and i'm not saying that he's not like, here's my thing, right, is that I'm not saying that I don't think he's, that, like, I'm not saying that he's not good. I'm not saying that he's not talented. All that stuff, right? Like, incredible artist, but there, when it comes to art, there are just things that some people will never fully understand, right? And for me, it's, I don't know how anybody um, really enjoys listening to Drake. Much like people don't, will never fully understand how somebody would sit and enjoy choosing to listen to speed metal. Right? Sure. You know what I mean? Because it's loud. Yeah. Like I just Does I don't make sense to it, the ear. Yeah, I don't I don't see it. Like when I listen to when I listen to Drake, I don't hear songs. Oh. I don't hear music. I, I don't know what it is. It is an art form, but I don't hear I don't hear music when I listen to Drake. Either. I don't I don't know why somebody would find that enjoyable. They you, do, and that's yeah. awesome, but I don't get it. You know what's interesting? I would think that Drake is probably the one artist that most people would say that they hear. Sorry, mo He's the one hip-hop artist that people would say that they do hear music and melodies from. There's a lot of hip-hop right now, a lot of that, like, mumble rap stuff that yeah. I'm with you. I don't get it. It doesn't suit my ear whatsoever. But I think Drake is sort of the antithesis of that. No, but I don't understand the appeal of Drake. Mm. 
Oh, like just Drake music or Drake just in general? Drake music. I don't understand the appeal. Like, I don't particularly, like, I don't find it, like, I don't find it easy to listen to. I don't find his voice all that easy to listen to. I like, wonder if it's just the case. Was this always the case? Always, or? always, since day one. I wonder since if it's because he me. has yeah. different, so many different styles and hearing them kind of back to back or ha- hearing them in the way that you hear them, it just, your your brain, it doesn't register. No, you know but what like, I mean? Yeah, like I've heard other people in, like in hip hop who don't have that sort of popularity as Drake does, right? Yeah. Where when I'll listen to somebody else and I'm like, this to me is good. That is not good, right. right? Like it's to I guess I guess it's what people are interested in and the sort of styles that people like. But I just don't like I don't get it. Like I've mm. I've never, um, like I've I've never willingly listened to a Drake track. What yeah. about this, the yeah. the whole "Call Me on Your Cell Phone" one? That's a good song. I, even even me, I'm I'm like meh. Like Fine. I think it's I think it's just not for me, right? Can it's not it's not for me. So one of the criticisms that I hear a lot, especially for people who live in Toronto, is that Drake is highly overrated because people in Toronto just like treat him like a deity, like, treat, treat, treat him like a god, right? No, in a lot I, of ways. I and don't, we over, and we hear him a lot. But I hear, don't think Drake is overrated. I think Drake is perfectly rated based on the amount of fans and sales and everything else. Like I don't yeah. think he's overrated. Um, I think that there's a lot of people who are overrated, but I don't. I think Drake is probably perfectly rated because people who know that world and know that music look at him as something special. And I don't know, like I'm no expert in that world. I just sort of know art when i like it i know art when i don't like it um i don't think that that's a very polite conversation to have (laughs) i mean right like uh, but but here's my thing is that drake as a thing and and it's it's funny that you brought that up drake as a thing i like drake as a thing as a ting right yeah i do I, i i like i like his i like how he is the sort of he's the gentleman of that world Oh, right? big time. Um, he really is. And I have, like, so much respect for that. I have so much respect for there's so much ugliness in all genres of music, but there's so much ugliness um, in in hip-hop historically that it's easy for people to say that genre of music is inappropriate because of, you know, this event, this event, this person, this person, yes. and this person. And I think that the more popular that Drake became, Drake never lost being a gentleman. And I think that he's good for hip hop. I think he's great for the industry. And I think he's a fantastic example for people. He's also it's, very self-aware. Yeah, no, completely self-aware. Absolutely yeah. self-aware. And he is the epitome of a anti-hip-hop hip-hop that's yes exactly yeah, yeah. right yeah yeah that's, and that's the best what way i to like that's what yeah. i like about him is because he came into the game not as your typical hip-hop storied backdrop where no. and he never played it up like he was this other thing where yes. as a hip-hop fan you're kind of used to that story right he didn't have like a 50 cent background you no. know what i mean where he was like shot up a bunch of times and then started writing music like he had his stories remain consistent the entire time yes. and then like other artists other even other artists who had that kind of storied background would still want to work with him, right? Right. Because he was the <clears throat> anti-hip-hop, but he still made great music. Because yeah. he has a good Jewish mother. 
Yeah, and and upbringing has a lot to do with it. He couldn't yeah. lean on the streets, right? No, like he, there's a lot of there's a lot of sort of hip hop. And that's tropes. what a lot of people were like trying to clown on him. Yeah, for. absolutely. And he still like rose above and became like the biggest biggest artist. And, in the world. But he never tried to fake street. And I never. think that that's what I respect most about Drake is that it's very easy because a lot of people who want to get into hip hop, they want to get into the life, not necessarily the music. But I I never got the sense that Drake wanted to be a pop star. I always got the sense that Drake wanted to be a CEO. Yeah, you know what I mean. Where and and. And this was the sort of avenue that he was going to do it. Like music, although he was great at it, I always just got the sense that he wa- always wanted more. And it wasn't necessarily more money or more clout or more fame. It's just that he was like he was in a different world than a lot of the other young hip hop artists were at the time. And you could see it then. But he never leaned on. He never faked anything. And I yeah. think that that's what I like about Drake. So I'm very much a fan of Drake the artist. I just don't get his music, which is the same I would say about a lot of different people. I'm a fan of Drake as an artist. Yeah. Uh, and his story. Yeah. Everything else that you had mentioned. Yeah. Um, I was going to add pecan pie to this thing. <laughs> I don't oh, even remember the wow. question. Oh, the question is what's something popular that you just don't understand why people like? Yes. Um, there, you had mentioned art earlier, and that yes. was going to be my answer is art because I'm not like. Like, an art like fine art paintings fan. and, and what yeah i'm yes. not a big uh, i'm not a follower of wow. of art like that that world which is why when you read a story of or you see like i don't know like a painting that's got like a couple of dots on it for example yes. oh, and you Damien read Hurst. that it is <laughs> you know sold for like millions angers right you. Angers and i'm like you. i don't there's a reason for it but i just don't get it absolutely and that's art, right? Right. That's, but that's the thing. Yes. It's it's supposed to be art, and it's supposed to be. But what makes you know? And I guess the argument could be made this for anything in the world. Like, yeah. What makes him getting a canvas and splotching like four pieces, four different colors of paint on it, and yes. then selling it for like fifty grand, different from me doing the exact same because, thing? Because you're but not, not because in you're, that world. I know because you're not him. Yeah, I uh, know, right? but I'll answer the question. Yeah. So, like, you're talking about Damien Hurst and the dot painting. I don't even know. I just made that up. I yeah. had no idea that's a no, real no. Thing. Yeah, Damien. The Kardashians have one in their dining room, but it's okay. art is just based on what people perceive the value to be and what you're willing to pay for. Exactly. When he first started out, he for ex- just like Mr. Brainwash, his when he was nobody, he set a price for stuff and people were willing to pay for it, and then that sets the standard about what a Damien Hurst or Mr. Brainwash is valued at. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's art. You're right. You know, like, for example, Matthew makes fun of the fact that I have a cause doll. Okay. I don't even know what the hell that is. So cause is he is famous for doing like they're like dolls or whatever, plastic dolls. And they have they look like they have X's on the on the eyes. Okay. Right. So I got like a a knockoff one. Drake has a bunch in his. Oh, does he? Yeah. 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 So I got uh, like a discounted version of one. Yeah. And Matthew makes fun of me all the time going, you're you're idolizing a doll. This this is art. People, you know, put it on a pedestal, and I want one. So interesting. Wow. Yeah. Well, there you go. Thank you very much. Uh, keep uh, sending in those questions every time we post on Instagram at Kiss Nine Two Five Ask Razamoka. This is where we get your questions from, and then these are the conversations that uh, happen because of those questions. Thank you for listening. This has been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live weekday mornings from six to ten on Kiss Ninety Two Five. Kiss Ninety Two Five dot com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.